0: trippy music, that's cope. You know it's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Big full studio today. Exciting stuff. As always, I have my wonderful co-host LaToya, the sheriff of truth. Hi. Here she is. I'm loving what you're doing with your whole gestalt today, this whole ensemble is phenomenal. Because I have to go work, enslave myself, and prostitute myself for tips. Mm -hmm. Well, you have the right outfit for it. I'm telling you. I'm also
1: wearing the bracelet you gave
0: me. Uh, Yeah, you know, and I love that it matches that awesome Mm -hmm. necklace in your clothes. You got taste.
2: Try, try.
0: We have special guests today. Uh, We have Megan from Hoodline. Super exciting. San Francisco local... And uh, she's going to be bringing us the real news today, not like last week. We also have Matthew Quirk in the house, comedian, hilarious, wonderful van dweller, Matthew Quirk. Uh, Uh, Hello, sorry, I was doing something. It's all all good, hiding under the table. So I realized last week was the first time that I've ever understood what fake news is. And I've heard a lot about this fake news phenomenon, and I haven't really... I didn't understand it hadn't it hadn't touched home and last week we actually forwarded fake news onto the world and this is our retraction from last week's I fell for the fake news Norway did not legally change their name to the kingdom of shithole no that was (laughs) fake news that we stumbled upon and thought was hilarious and I thought it was real and it was fake news so now I finally understand what fake news is uh that's that's what it is it was a piece of, uh, someone put it out, some young kid, some 21-year-old kid was like, ah, hey, here's fake news, and uh, and I believed it, absolutely. Hook, line, and sinker, I thought that Norway changed their name to the Kingdom of Shithole. That, yeah, so we, uh, I fell for it. Sorry about that, Ultacast. Listeners. Uh, Our bad. Our bad. But it was exciting. Last week was a crazy week with, um, I mean... The, starting with uh, Bush, Ugh, look how bad he is, I am accidentally <laughs> called him Bush, uh, but starting with Trump uh, saying the terrible things, and that one's mine. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Um, so anyways, that's what, that, but this week, I haven't paid attention to the news at all this week, I haven't paid attention to anything that's going on, so I'm super glad that we have an actual real journalist here with us today. All right yeah
1: so, so we have the lovely megan mitchell introduce yourself
3: hey y'all my name's megan i can't really hear myself but i'm so happy to be here
1: i'm trying to make things happen because <laughs> I'm technology technology's retarded to me for some apparent reason but yes um there we go Oh, uh-oh
4: Uh, but the show I'm must go talk- on. The show there must go, go
1: on as, as they I, say. we have technical difficulties.
3: Uh, all right, so, Megan, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. Sure. Um, so, I'm first and foremost, I'm a San Francisco native, and I write for. An online publication called Hoodline.com. If you do not read it, get your life together. Because <laughs> this is a news outlet that's powered by local San Franciscans and it's micro neighborhoods. So every single person that writes has a very close has very close ties to their neighborhood. So my close tie is Bayview. But we all pay attention to what's happening in the city. And boy, what's happening in the city is a, it's an utter mess right now. So yeah. was it
0: um yeah, I mean Ed Lee, uh, if we believe in God, rest his soul or whatever. Uh, he's gone now. What does that mean? He's gone. Got, is London Breed better? Or well, should we go? Are one. we gonna yeah. re Like there is crazy stuff happening just with so, that, just with him moving on.
3: So London Breed is fantastic in her own right. Um, let's 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 go back first to Ed Lee. Ed Lee had a heart attack at Safeway on Montgomery. He went to go get some apple juice with his wife and then he died in Safeway which that's is just local. like <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: which is just horrible I mean it yeah, was like yeah regardless of what you think of the man if you aren't like someone that's like that sees him a lot he i know there's a lot of opinions about ed lee because of what's pretty much happened to the city with regards to the tech influx and how that's affected our residents and our middle class and people not really being able to afford to live in the city but if you actually got to know the guy he was like a nice guy he was a nice guy you know, he was a nice guy, he was approachable, he was humble. And I could tell that it was getting to him, the the stuff that people were saying about him. But all that aside, when he passed away that evening... Um, I found out like at 3 a.m. It was around 3 a.m. when it happened, and I was actually on my way to New York. Someone called and said, hey, can you get over to um, to the uh, hospital at Leeds here? And he's and I think he's dying. And I'm like, what? I can't, man. I'm about to get on the flight to New York. That night, he passed away in the hospital with people surrounding him. Um, and then immediately, they brought over our president of the board of supervisors, London Breed, who was also the District 5 supervisor, And um, swore her in as the acting mayor. Uh huh. Now, London Breed has been the acting mayor for several months, up until last night, where Mm -hmm. she was ousted by her just last night by her fellow board of supervisors, and it happened in the shadiest way ever. Please tell me about this. I I I cannot believe what I saw. I couldn't believe what I saw. So basically, you know, the board of supervisors meeting happened. Um, What was supposed to happen is. So they, they were supposed to vote whether she was going to be, you know, pretty much the interim mayor, meaning she would no longer be District 5 supervisor or the Board of, of Supervisors president. She would be the interim mayor up into the June election, where she would be going against Jane Kim, Amy Farrah Weiss, um, like uh Amy Farrow Weiss is running again. She's running it. She's actually yeah. gonna keep running until She's somebody gives keep, her a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Some people do that. They run. So Aver, Weiss, Jane Kim, um, who's the other guy? There's Mark Leno. Mark, Mark yeah. Leno, yeah. And then like I, I feel like I'm missing someone. Is Stuart
0: Schuffman not doing it this year. He's
3: he's Stuart Shuffman is is focused on being Stuart, Stuart Shuffman, Shuffman yeah, which where I where think is go. really smart for him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, you are hilarious. That's absolutely true. I know. True. I love him. That's a really good friend of mine. He's, yeah, he's great So um. So basically, they did the vote and said, "All right, we we're going to make this vote. Let's see. You know, if London's going to be the mayor, everybody was there. We had a ton of people come in from the community. Uh, the black community, of course, came and spoke up for London, and the white community did not." It was a, there was a huge divide, yeah. you know. You, was
0: it, it was of course it was race. It always. It, why is well, it all? Uh, why is it all have
3: to be race? So right this now? is why this is why it appears as racism because back in the day when Feinstein exactly back in the day when George Moscone was assassinated um, along with Harvey Milk, Dianne Feinstein stepped in as the interim mayor and she was able to serve up until when she became the actual mayor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So now this is this. It's not the same situation, but you know at least past you know yeah. a
4: kind of historical precedent yes. yes so
3: right, right, right. she was the first you know like first woman's mayor so this would have been london's opportunity to be the actual mayor for the next 4 months until she'd be running for, uh, she, for for actual mayor and, and, and possibly right. become the mayor, the other supervisors are saying, "Well, that's not fair. We want a fair chance to, you know, we want a fair shot to sh- run sh- at this." Yeah. I don't think that this woman, you know, to be bl- but to
0: be the to be the mayor for the next four months. That's what they're worried about. I mean, about? be the
3: f- basically instead of just
0: letting her just keep being the mayor. Let her, instead she,
3: of just letting her do her job because she right. she's proven herself to be to be able to run her district. Right. She's proven herself to be able to be the um you know the head of the board of supervisors. Sure. So they're saying, well, you can't have all this power. You know, you, you, how are you going to do all these jobs? How are you going <laughs> to look at your district, be our boss, and then, you know, run your campaign. And then, you know, all of a sudden they're just saying right. it's too much power. I, we can't give that to you. I can tell you
1: one thing from like reading about the article about that today. The fact of the matter. Um, I was listening to some of the people in uh, uh, City Hall. Um, and I, it's funny to hear the white folks talk about well we needed someone with a little bit more progressive and i'm like no i know what this is because i heard I, there was an old uh black man that was speaking on london breed's behalf and he what he said was very poignant and he also mentioned diane feinstein um which i didn't know about because i'm not from here but the fact of the matter that they said, "Oh, she can't do three jobs at once." You know the fact that she she's running uh, this summer for uh, mayor, it, but she's already in the office, so it's just going to turn into the city and the more chaos.
3: And yeah. So right now, like in the past That's four months, it just doesn't make sense. We've had three mayors so right. far this year. Yeah. Now yeah. we're going to our third mayor. So what happened was they made the vote, and then they and so then um, Supervisor Peskin stood up and said, "I'd like to amend, um, you know, part of this document." pretty much saying that if we um, if we nominate someone else to be the interim mayor they must be in the room to either accept or reject So the person that they nominated, Naomi Kelly, who's the city's administrator, the same position that Ed Lee was in when Gavin Newsom became mayor, they said, let's do Naomi Kelly. Well, Naomi Kelly wasn't there. And she said, I respectfully declined. She told that to Jane Kim. So when when they went through at the last minute, Norman Yee, who was making his vote, said, I'd like to nominate uh, Mark Farrell. Mark Farrell raises his hand and says, I accept. Then all of a sudden, everybody votes for Mark Farrell. And London's like, what? So it's wow. like so Mark Farrell out of nowhere became our mayor. Mark wow. Farrell, this man from the Marina who we've never seen oh, anywhere. Oh, fuck, no. A white man. Oh, here we go. What's they, his
4: what's his elected position?
3: He's he's the Marina he's a District 2 supervisor. He's Marina, that's all you got to say. So, so like yeah. pretty much. <laughs> so now
0: so now London Breed is still the boss of the supervisors and boss. District 5.
3: And District 5, but right. now it's like it's just—it's really bittersweet. It's not well, bittersweet's not the word. It's just—it's messed up. It's really messed it's up. Underhanded. It's it it's is underhanded, underhanded and and it was—it's like it happened at the last minute, and there was this big outpour in City Hall. Everybody was screaming, racist, racist. And you know, and so here's the other thing that's really, really jacked up. Katie Ting, as London was leaving and said, "Okay, I can't vote for myself, so I'm gonna step out of the room." She made Katie Ting the president you know, the acting president for the moment to facilitate what was happening in the meeting. When London did her um, big party announcing that she's running for mayor, Katie Ting went on stage, Katie Ting's District 4 Supervisor, she went on stage and she um, pretty much said that she was supporting London. Her and Supervisor, the guy in Supervisor 9, I have a really tough time pronouncing his name, but it's like Shaheed or something like that. Supervisor, she, I, I have no idea. I'm bad. I'm no, like, no, no. You I know everybody have, else. It's fine. No, I probably should have had some coffee w- when you uh, offered. <laughs> so basically, she went and endorsed her on stage in front of all of District Five, only to vote for Farrell at the last minute to, to withdraw her support and vote for Farrell. So this woman,
0: but they didn't she, even know they were going to vote last night, right? Like there was just all of a sudden. Knew they were going to vote. Oh, but every. But it was supposed to be like, hey, she's just. It's only four more months. Everybody vote for. London she's doing she's been doing it. But I don't why know. even have an extra vote? I don't understand why why wouldn't it take more time to try to change over like she already knows what she's doing and it almost would take four months to get people up to speed to what was you'd happening think, right? in, yeah. you would think you'd so. think
4: and the idea of stability uh, you know Edley dies suddenly we replace him with someone okay we reestablish stability let's just coast this out to the next right. no we we're another turmoil We, you know that seems forced and I, maybe it's not possible to replace you know, replacing the mayor is the most destabilizing thing, I think. <laughs> and replacing the positions below would be would have been easier, in my opinion. I'll right. tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you straightforward.
1: Fear of a black woman yeah. in power.
3: And, and yeah, someone uh, said something really profound last night. A, a black woman sent up and said, you know, you're going to give... The, you're gonna. Um, oh, is Andrea Shorter, who's... I forgot what she does, but she's like big-time San Franciscan person. But um, she said, you know, black women have been juggling multiple jobs their whole lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're, they're the multi- mothers, <laughs> the
0: fathers. The multi- yeah. multitasking geniuses. <laughs> one, two, three, <laughs> yeah. eight jobs. A- working
4: full time. Yeah. Absolutely. O- o- often crazy A job's hours. Yeah, yeah. Kids go
0: to school, yeah. yeah. making one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you everything. don't
3: yeah. only got one job. Yeah. You only yeah.
4: got one job.
1: <laughs> <Ladies> <laughs> Jamaica.
3: So that's Jamaica. That's true. So it makes me sad because I know that she really wants this and I know and I trust her with her leadership. London uh, Breed. Everybody knows her story. Well, most people do. She grew up in the projects in the Fillmore District. Really, this is a yeah, this is a wow. San Francisco bred and born woman who came from poverty, got herself educated, worked her way out of poverty, has been served, went to college, came back, served her community as the executive director of the African American Art and Cultural Complex, turned that place around, made it like, you know, just made. The Fillmore economically viable. Yeah, really, you know, had made sure there was funding to secure activities that were going on in the Fillmore District. After that, after that went through a, a huge like redevelopment right. period. She's paid her dues. Absolutely, she can be the damn mayor. Sure, let this woman be the mayor. Let her be the mayor. Yeah, the, you know, Fillmore, let is,
4: the Fillmore is certainly San Francisco.
3: Oh yeah, you
4: know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, crowbar my ass into her story. The Church of Eight Wheels, where I'm a roller skating instructor, oh. is in her district. So, you
2: know.
3: Church of Eight Wheels is pretty badass. So I don't know what she, I can only imagine what she feels right now. But one thing I know about London is she's a very very strong woman, and she is not going to let this you know well, this actually this
0: could actually be a positive thing and that because she's not actually running the city she can spend time getting the votes and doing the campaigning that's needed so that people can understand where she came from and what she's done and why she's the most appropriate mayor for us yeah so because if she was that would be the worst right is if she couldn't effectively run her campaign because she was already being the mayor Yeah, Yeah. I mean that would be because then the same thing could have happened it could have been the rug could have been pulled out just at that point and then suddenly it's like yeah this is another white guy
3: but we also have to you know and there's an interesting thing about being you know the acting mayor or the interim mayor I always messed up. Is it interim? Interim. 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 Way, interim. Same, so so same. people assume that just because you're the interim, that you're going to, you know, win. But that's not the case because London took out Christina Laghi, who was a District Five interim mayor, who thought she had it in the bag. And London sure. was like, nope, screw. So we also can't assume that London's going to win either. Right. If we want her to win, then we have to go out there and we have to vote. Right. Yeah.
4: On right. that note, this could be the kind of galvanizing loss that, like, to remind everyone. You know what it's really like behind the scenes at San Francisco politics. Why you, you need to stay involved, <laughs> engaged, vote. You know, don't forget the issues, because you know,
0: And city politics is one of the only places where your vote still has power. Oh, like yeah, when absolutely. we're talking about a national scale, like the the, the ridiculousness well, of what our government looks like now. But we, and we say, ah, oh, we don't have any power, and what does our vote mean? I mean, voting matters, but specifically on the city level, absolutely. our votes. Translate directly, yeah, much more into influential. Numbers. It's not, it's there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no electoral college. Your vote really counts Absolutely. one person, one vote. We help make the rules if you don't know what, or the laws. If you don't know what's going on, it's, I mean, get and Especially informed. in this city, <laughs> like
1: you were, well, as San Francisco calls themselves progressive. I do digress uh, I mean the fact of the matter Is like we talk about this constantly The housing here mm. And the cost mm-hmm. of living here Is one of the main issues here And you know under that there is Some there is some racism You know and especially in the neighborhood Where we live um, In Bayview where people don't even Know that it still exists <laughs> Or it's like it's dangerous Over there Because some darkies live over
2: there
0: Well that's that third street line is a great. I mean, people don't even realize how far the Muni goes, and it goes all the way on that on that third street. And that's, I mean, it's. I think that's a, being a revitalized area right now. There's all kind, but then that's the thing: is the revitalization coming because of gentrification, or is it the people who are living there that are revitalizing their own their own communities?
3: Well, that's a you know, it's another touchy subject. I, I mean, I'm actually from Bayview, and. I think um, the community that's in place is really trying to hold on to it. I think that there's some people that have been there for a long time that are really trying to make sure that the culture uh, is preserved. I I even heard of something like some sort of cultural preservation project that's going on where we make it an actual cultural district and we um, pay homage to the African American culture. But people got to be careful. Cause I was at this um, at this meeting where they were showing like a development, and they're like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna do this palette, and we want we wanted to be very." Sensitive to the cultural history, and then they put like some really terrible pattern that's supposed to be African. Wow. Something, something like like, some, like da shiki, on,
0: some dashiki pattern no, 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 or
3: something. But, yeah. We're the African American culture. <laughs> so we went and got these red and green
4: and I'm yellow. I'm sure they Googled <laughs> the colors. They had the, the colors were right though. The pattern might be Jack. Yeah. Stock image shit. Come on. <laughs> you
1: know, because, you know, the red, black, and green is all. That's, That's all we're they about. That's, That's the only that.
0: three, uh, <laughs> <laughs> The primary <laughs> colors of Africa. Ja, brothers and sisters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just as bad as, uh, what's her face, up, uh, stand Senator up. Susan Collins, uh, <laughs> who was talking about, she had an African stick passing it around during the government shutdown so you know everyone would have their turn to talk
2: whoa oh
1: oh, yeah yeah, that happened we'll move on to that subject later on
0: Uh, that just that just made me think of um, the Occupy movement and when that was happening and when they do meetings literally they'd pass things back and forward and everyone's vote counted and i was like you guys are insane like this is they're like this is real democracy i was like it doesn't how long did it take to make any decisions is it it just shows you that worth? democracy
4: doesn't work either
0: well but that's the thing i mean in do <laughs> do politics matter and then if we bring this to a more national scale what's happening with celebrities in politics who've never been a district five supervisor of san francisco who've never been a mayor who've never done anything and suddenly and (laughs) suddenly that person is our president and suddenly people are getting all like yeah sure the president can be whoever what does it mean to actual politics i I feel like it it takes away all the people who have served their communities uh, in the system, and who have gone, maybe gone to college to get a poli sci degree. Yeah. You know, I mean, learn I, about law. I making. needed,
4: I needed uh, uh, three years of experience and five references to be a landscaper. <laughs> and you right. could just stroll on up to the presidency. Sure. You know.
0: Well, and I would hate to see that happen. At a, I, have, have you ever seen that happen at a local level? Because like, even Gavin Newsom as pretty as he is knew what he was doing, right? Like, it, He wasn't like, I mean, I'd buy a used car from him too, now don't get me wrong, but he, because he's got that hair.
2: From
4: him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but he's sort of Watch like... Watch it, ladies. Some strippers are going to start running for offices and but, all the guys are going to vote for but him. But you know
0: what, though? That wouldn't be a terrible thing because there are women who who have been part of the Lusty Lady and, and woman-owned yeah. um, clubs in the North Beach area. And I, I feel like sex, sex workers should be represented. They're part of our community too. They're yeah. part of what makes San Francisco, San Francisco, so.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Poe's got a vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is, a, that is a good question. Like, have you seen something like that? Like, for example, Mr. Marina, who is our uh, mayor? Like, oh God! Why the do?
0: Marina too? Oh, it's just I, I got to go there
3: today, man. Attack. Damn! You know, I don't know. I, I can't speak intelligently on Mark Farrell, and I mean, I guess the re- the fact that I am out there and that <laughs> I I see him. I, I've actually don't see him anywhere. I don't see him at any events. I can, if he were to walk past me, I wouldn't know it was him. I mean, that's how. Disconnected, I am with him, and that should say a lot. Every other supervisor, I know what they look like, except for him. He's probably sitting uh, off in his mansion somewhere, and I don't know what he does. But oh,
1: he looked like he from the Oh,
3: look at this dude. Yeah, yeah Pull him I've waited
0: on him before.
1: I don't want to. I don't know
3: who he is either. I let
0: me see. If
3: he's yeah, you should look at him. I don't want to be judgmental because I don't know anything about him, but I oh, I know how yeah, I feel about He looks about like Maria. a soccer guy. Here's the other thing. So also during that meeting. When everybody said their piece, Hillary Ronan actually made a really heartfelt, emotional speech. And I feel bad because. It's
4: very basic.
3: He is very. He's plain. <laughs> he is very. She made basic. a very meaningful speech, basically saying that, you know, she really appreciates all the love in the room for Lennon Breed and she thinks it's great. And then she, like, you know, there was a but coming, you know, of like <laughs> all the stuff that she was saying. So it, the but was pretty much. Um, It it brought up London getting funds from Ron Conway, who's supposed to be the man who's a billionaire and an an angel investor of Google, and Ask Jeeves. I'm like, Ask Jeeves? Who the hell goes on Ask Jeeves? But anyway, (laughs) and Yahoo. and that she accepted money from him which is why and he's a white man and blah 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 and, oh, God. which is why she can't really support this because this is the same white man who has ruined the city yada yada so you say all this you cry and everything just to pretty much nominate another white man mm. <laughs> I don't know you guys it's it's just it's insane it's it I was I went to sleep last night so underwhelmed and so like wow I can't believe this city I can't believe this world yeah they just just to, to sit there in a room and have your people who told you they were going to support you and then one by you. one turn on you
4: Game of Thrones, y'all. Oh, my
3: gosh. One by one. Well,
4: that's what I'm saying. This could be the kind of loss that's galvanizing, because it seemed like the population wanted London Breed, and just a few powerful people in a room wanted Mark Farrell. So there's an election coming up shortly, as I recall, Mm -hmm. and let's not lose our fire between here and there and get out there and just vote our ass back in. Right, exactly. There you go. Just like, we saw your move, and now this is our counter move.
0: I because I, I remember the whole one, two, three. Anyone betted Lee, and it didn't even make a blip. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, they tried. God bless him. But you know, he had the vote. Of, he had he had everybody's every. So, anyways, but we people we actually can get out and vote, and we can have. I mean black woman as mayor. Fanta is it the first black woman as mayor? That it would, be would be the first. Would be the first
3: black woman. But and we of also of San Francisco. Yeah. Of San Francisco. We'd have to um But, but to be fair, there's other first. In, the, in this potenti- in this election. Jane Other Kim potential firsts. Jane Ken would be the first Asian, Asian female mayor. Amazing. Love it, too. Mark <laughs> Little would be the first gay mayor.
2: Ah, oh, that's so great, too.
3: There's a lot of great, I mean, there's a lot of great choices, yeah, depending
0: yeah. on where your allegiances but lie Mr. Or whatever. is me. But that's, right. the, yeah. Well, well not, before,
3: not before we get the white man back in there. For, yeah. Yeah. It, I don't care if it's for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. We gotta have the white man first. You guys yeah. are
4: just <laughs> upset because the mayor's <laughs> office got gentrified. That's just the only thing you're complaining about.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I've, I've lived here for 10 years now, and I remember when I first started living in this neighborhood in the Mission, 10 years ago, I actually took a cab once from South Van Ness to my house on 19th and York, and that now that just seems ludicrous to me. But in that 10 years, the Mission has changed so drastically that it feel. I mean, there's strollers everywhere. Like, you can't swing a dead cat around without hitting a, a woman in a stroller. Like, babies just, every, and they're all buying up the, the house right next door to us, and the one next door to that are all bought up and being gutted, and new fancy people are moving in, and and it's just, it's unbelievable to me that... And more displaced people. More displacement, because, but it's, I mean, when these houses are selling for a million, a million five.
1: For a two-bedroom. right. That's why I for a like two,
0: three sometimes. bedroom, one bath. But the thing is now they're like saying that whole downstairs, they're just ripping it out and rebuilding and making it crazy and turning them into these little tiny mansions with no backyards. But then people say, Well, but rich people coming in is good because then they'll like come to Mutiny Radio. Yeah. <laughs> or like, well, buy you know what? right? Rich, like, I mean, who knows?
4: Rich We're, people coming in is good. Uh driving out everybody else is bad. Exactly. You know, it's not you know, if if just if just one of those things was happening, you know, if just the rich people coming in was happening, right. but it's the fact that you know there's still vacant houses and tons of homeless Right. and, and more all the time, and, and everyone's the, clinging the fuck on. I mean, uh, so and by
1: the way, rich people aren't always really good for your local economy because rich people go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Rich people um, are sometimes. I don't know. Are very uh, what's the word? Stingy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait,
4: and, you trickle, know, trickle down. T- what happened to trickle right, down? Right. stingy?
0: trickle down like piss. Yeah, that yeah, shit is yeah, not yeah. real. I, I, it's true. I've seen people with lots of money, and I know they have money because I can tell by their shoes. And they're not even tipping a dollar a drink at a bar. And I'm like, you don't. So you don't have manners? Is that how it works? Like, you don't. I mean, we don't. We know that we tip. That's kind of, that's like a thing we do.
2: Right. I think that's one
1: of the reasons <laughs> what turns me off here. about this city. Like, I've been here for about five years already, and then coming from a small town, then like a mid-sized city, and then to a big city, and now here. And seeing where there was a balanced lease of classes, hmm. I mean, not always the healthiest, but they were still like, you could still afford to get something with your you know or rent something right. here you know it's not really worth buying really sometimes anything or living here because you see the demographic of just actually just rich people oh and gosh. oh steve Poggi. and then also to homeless people educated homeless people you know teachers and what have you not being able to afford to live here People right. sleeping in their yes. car, I mean... That's the thing, when, when teachers can't
0: Love afford to live here. Uh, <laughs> hey, we just got a call, too. We, we, this is Steve Poggi calling all the way from St. Louis. It's so funny. Latoya ah. was just talking about St. Louis. We have a special guests in the house, Steve Poggi, Megan from Hoodline, and Matthew Quirk, you know him, from Church of Eight Wheels and uh, we have Steve Steve, (laughs) I know I'm just trying to help plug you Uh, and we have on the line calling in Steve Poggi uh, used to be a really great stand up comedian he quit now he wants to be a welder I think is what he's decided so you
1: you want to practice I'm finished wait so wait did you get inspired by flash dance
5: flash dance
1: to be a welder she she was a welder
5: I don't dance but I'll flash you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, my headphones.
0: Oh, you p- find a different plug. You can't have two of them in the same plug. That was uh, the problem. You can't have two in we're the pulling, hole. We're pulling. You can't have two in the hole. We're pulling back the veil here uh, on the AltaCast. Uh, so we were just talking about gentrification, Pogi. You you went the opposite of gentrification. You moved from expensive city San Francisco all the way out to uh, back in M- back Missouri. in in Missouri, and now yep.
5: No, no gentrification there. He just good old fashioned white people
0: <laughs> and, racism and racism, with racism, a little bit of white gravy on top. What What is your do you have um do you have a racism update from St. Louis so that our um, pansy ass San Francisco progressives can feel we can really feel like what the what the heat is out there how how bad is yeah, it out there I and mean, uh,
5: look the bottom line is when it comes to racism in this area it's basically from two avenues one is your heritage If my grand granddaddy hated black people. And my daddy hated black people (laughs) and I'll hate black people too. Uh, The other one is that is through the mass media because out here for the most part, um, the really poor areas uh, are black. And when I say poor, I mean like significantly poor to where anything wild and crazy happens. It comes from people who are desperate and people are usually desperate because they're poor. And the news only wants to report sensationalized things. Like, oh, man, this, there was a kid shot in the street, or this guy cut his girlfriend's head off. All that kind of barbaric <laughs> stuff comes from people who are really, really desperate and usually in poor areas. So when you watch the news, everyone on the news is like, hey, there's this huge crime, but don't worry, we got him. Look at this black face. This black face did it. But and then know- people start to build up this mentality of like, well, it's just black people doing horrible things. Those good old white people don't have any problems at all. Right?
1: Which you, yeah. which oh, you know which you know is totally the opposite, me being from misery. I've seen some really poor dunk crazy cracker shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> I
5: well, mean, I know, but ha- like, Even when I travel for doing comedy, when I go to an area that was white and then it was uh, a bunch of crazy, poor white people doing stuff, and those areas, they weren't racist, but they hated gay people.
2: Oh. <laughs>
5: Every group has this phantom boogeyman that's trying to come after you and take your stuff away and eat your children. <laughs> and that fear is what keeps people tuning into the news, which helps the news. So advertising, which gets ratings, which gets the money. So it's all hand in hand in the system.
0: Okay, and so it's, it's institutionalized racism, even, even in the even in the stereotypes that are being created because of the media that we're watching.
5: Well, I'd say it's institutionalized boogeyman. Ah. Whoever they decide is the boogeyman uh, becomes the boogeyman, whether it's because of race, whether it's because of sex, whether it's because you smoke marijuana. They just, they'll just use anything to try to separate a group of people to where these are the bad people, these are the ones that are evil, those goddamn libtards out there just want to <laughs> Steal all your
1: money, fucking Chuck. And when, I, in all actuality, the people <laughs> that they vote for want to steal their money. <laughs> so yeah, well, I it's, mean, all- it's
5: all. I mean, bad people are all on an individual base to base issue. You know, you can't say that this group of people is bad. This group, of, it's no, it's all individuals, but. We don't have the mental capabilities to look at each person as an individual. What? We got to hurry up because we got to get on Facebook. We got to get on Tinder. We got to get on Twitter. We just... What, what color was he? All right, those are the bad guys.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's all very 1984, like must be an enemy. There always has to be a war going on.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. I Pretty think that the war... Nazis.
0: <laughs> I think I think that they're, they're working hard to make us fight ourselves. I think that... Divide our, and conquer. I another, think our government yeah. is hoping that through they can through this race war that they're perpetuating that they can actually have something go down and then declare martial law so that the government they they can just take all our all of our rights away and then the military industrial complex is against our own people. So we don't have to like cuz I think they're afraid that we as we're moving it overseas and now Americans are saying like why are we who why are we fighting in Afghanistan? What is going on? Well, and since you know at some point we're going to say like we don't want to deploy troops and then they're going to say well then we'll just deploy them at home against you. So yeah. That's like the well, future well, I, mean, I well, think doing doing people that.
5: working together having fun and being able to solve their own problems then you don't need governments. You don't need institutions. You don't need someone watching over you, threatened to do bad shit. Like, now it's kind of like the Middle Ages when they invented religion. Like, there's an invisible man in the sky that's watching what you do, and he talks to me and me only, and this is what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we don't need that, then those people are out of a job, and they're not going to go work at you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken or anything <laughs> like that.
4: It's, it's really... Uh odd how god always wants that person to be rich get all kinds of tail live in a nice place with beautiful clothing like uh, if god always wants them to be you know physically corporally
1: those are called you know. evangelical Corporally, yeah. but, listen yeah. to
0: you corporally <laughs> well, yeah, jesus like christ big words so no, cor- no it's great i know what the word corporeal means so that's why i'm like I, yeah. damn for I, the rest of our listeners that's like of the body would be yeah. corporeal
2: I mean, I, don't don't dumb down our I'm listeners. I'm
0: sorry. I, that's, they, may, they might know, but they probably don't. Just don't be pretentious. I'm kidding. You're not pretentious. You're the least pretentious person I know. Poji, on the other hand, no, just kidding. He's, he's not pretentious either. Uh, okay, sweet. So we've talked about racism. What <laughs> <laughs> No, we didn't. No, we didn't. look, we like did
2: no, we didn't. go. <laughs> we didn't. It. It. <laughs> we didn't. Even system it. It. It's systemic.
3: When, when we talk about racism, and let's start, let's go back to um, gentrification.
2: Yeah.
3: Before we even get to gentrification, let's look at systemic racism. If you come from what is considered, I'll, I'll give you an example with San Francisco. So I'm from the Bayview District, which most people consider the outskirts of San Francisco. When you go to the Bayview, you don't even know that you're still in San Francisco, but huh. you are very much in San Francisco. This neighborhood has a history of poor transportation, of not having a grocery store, not having basic things that we food need deserts, to live. Yeah. Uh, yeah, food desert. Um, and, you know, I couldn't even get a pizza delivered, nor could I get a cab to drop me off. Right. Like, that was my life there. Now, systemic racism. When you go to, you look at the public school system, and I went to public schools within the district, the way that the, the school system works is if you live in your district, then you have to go to that district school because huh. there's so many kids in San Francisco this was like when I was, in high, you know, when I was in high school so I'm going to my poor neighborhood high school which doesn't have any books which doesn't have a curriculum that uh, you know a, a, a multicultural curriculum it's focused on a white cu- curriculum mm-hmm. and it doesn't we don't have the resources that we need to uh, to succeed right. so there's so, so then there's real. this achievement gap right there's this achievement gap there's this Uh, feeling of not belonging, there's the the lack of nourishment within your body, you know, there's basic things, basic survival things that you need. The fact that you have to travel so far, you don't have a way to get there. Your parents are working all day so that they can keep a roof over your head. So for a lot of times, you're by yourself, you know, it's just the lack of resources, right? Right. In this in this African American neighborhood, predominantly African American neighborhood, and in this, in this big city of San Francisco
0: that we did exactly because who? I, yes, and I, I hate to say I've lived here for ten years and I I rarely
3: think about the Bayview. How is so one? Well, hey, you're gonna be thinking about it soon. Watch, yeah. watch what happens. Yeah. But um, so if you are in this situation. How are you to succeed? How are you to feel like you you are a part of belonging? I, and I guess that kind of goes a little bit into, maybe not uh, the, the uh, level of crime that he's talking about, cutting right. your girlfriend's head off and shit like that. <laughs> but, you know, definitely being desperate, wanting to, to get money fast, right. getting involved in crime. Right. Not having, you know what I mean?
0: Sure. And it's... Uh Living the cash lifestyle is—it's it's a mean, lot it's, easier, right? It's a lot easier. I hear the birds in the background of Steve Pogies—he he lives out in like the country now or whatever. I hear the birds. I'm going,
3: a girl. Grr, it's great. But I mean, you, but, you really should watch if you want to get a good idea of racism. You know, cutting the media part out of it. So, so James Baldwin quote: "The history of America is the history of the Negro in America, the Negro in America, and it is not a pretty picture." You must watch the um, documentary called I Am Not Your Negro by James Baldwin. That will give you a breakdown of what it's like to be black in America, our history. A lot of people, you know, the reason why this has been brought to light now is because we have things like technology. The Mm. first time we ever really got a chance to see some racism happening, I mean, we saw it with Martin Luther King getting assassinated. We saw it with um, Emmett Till's. Being yeah. killed, we saw
1: it with but the 1992 riots—I was about Ronnie to say—but
3: yeah. we we really didn't see it until we saw right. Rodney King getting his ass whooped And look right. what happened. And look, you know, and that. And then OJ, sorry, yeah, well that's <laughs> a whole other thing.
0: That's a whole, yeah, he's a whole. But
3: that that has to do with racism because he was the he was the
0: white black guy. Like he was he's like he wanted to be. That, just, that was his so, whole thing. Was that like, just exposed I'm the, the racism in a way right. that
4: was like clear, but yeah. As opposed to like, well, you know, Rodney King, you know, you can make some arguments. You know, he was uh, this alcoholic. He, you know, people could throw the shade at him, but then the OJ thing, and because OJ won that trial. That really ripped the Band-Aid off in a way that was like, oh, uh, caught you. Ya, you know? <laughs> totally caught you.
3: So, so now that we have technology and we're starting to see more things happening, you know, I think the first, uh, in our you know, like generation, I think, um, who is the kid? Uh, George Zimmerman. Oh, oh like Trayvon. Uh-huh. Martin. So we saw that with Trayvon Martin. The next we, see we see other people, crowd. yeah, getting shot. Right. We see, we, we see racism happening love, before our, our, our eyes. Castile. Well,
0: and you can even see the. We we can have a clearer idea of history even because of the technology. There, I looked up one day on this show. We looked up all that kind of old timey racist <sighs> pictures and songs? like old school What's media. Oh, the songs were crazy. Kun 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 was one. Yeah, the popular popular music that was just overtly racist and like all of the ads that were happening and how they were i mean even like aunt jemima times 40 you know what i mean like it's it's there's some insane stuff and now that we can see on the on the internet we can even understand history and have more access to it because we can look for instead of it being like because history was taught like here's your nice white book open it up and we're gonna learn about how George Washington. George Washington and Columbus, and how great those guys were. And we'll
1: throw in Martin Luther and King Day on February for 28 days.
0: And right. all you
3: get to do is take is color a picture of him doing "I Have a Dream." Yeah, <laughs> like ha- that's the only thing he <laughs> said.
0: Right, exactly. That's all
3: exactly. I do. Martin Luther King had a dream. <laughs> Here you go. Now get your crayons out and yeah, color this color picture. Put it on your, you know.
0: <laughs> how many
3: color times
0: shit.
1: we have to do that shit? I'm like, that got tired. I mean, in the fact of matter, I think now. Because the majority of people of color have no, already known about this or experienced it, but it's for the majority of white folks who now, you know, are finally realizing. After we said we told y'all, <laughs> we've been telling y'all. Well, that's- that now that you got a picture of it where it's like oh my gosh and i'm like yeah this shit ain't new
0: i didn't i honestly didn't know that i was raised by racists until kind of just recently <laughs> i had no idea but it's it is it's everywhere and i it's so pervasive that some i didn't even realize it you know i'm the accidental racist i say things all the time and (laughs) and i'm like and then and then the toy is like you are not woke yet (laughs) let me me help awaken you from the but you know what
1: there are also some coons who aren't woke yet either as well which are the worst type which when and you know when i say coons i mean people like ben carson and stuff like that (laughs) and oj um who don't realize and who it, who are in it for themselves when there's still a whole community of your own that are lacking mm. and especially in today the civil rights movement part 364 times over <laughs> right now in the present how dare someone of color be still sleep Knowing damn well that either they or their grandparents or their parents went through Jim Crow, right. went through segregation, who are or who had to deal with KKK, we have to deal with our own own version of the KKK. They call the popo.
0: Yeah, well, it's the whole bathroom Which, thing. Everyone's freaking out now about the g- gender bathrooms and whatnot. And but black people weren't allowed to use. That's like crazy that it was. there were separate, separate. My grandmother wasn't. Separate my grandmother was
3: from, from Galveston, Texas. She wasn't allowed to swim in her in the beach right across the street from where she on lived. On the beach, in on the, the beach. ocean. And my oh, that's on my mother's side. On my father's side, my parents had me when they were older. They were smart. They had their shit together when they had me. Um, <laughs> still together. Um, <laughs> so um, my and this was. This was sad. This messed up. This like made me cringe. My sister and I did our ancestry. We found out that my great grandmother, her mom, had her when she was eleven. She was <gasps> raped. Wow. She was raped, and they, she had to have a baby. And she had my great grandmother. Wow. My great great grandmother was eleven when she had my grandmother. Wow.
0: That is wow. some color purple shit.
3: Yeah. Well, sure, <laughs> but <laughs> it was really uh, damn. It was really devastating to. It's just like wow. Um, and then my parents were real active in the civil rights movement. The, but one of the things I did, which I'm real proud of, is the moment I was I uh, traveled by myself. I went to Galveston, Texas. I took a picture at that beach. Yeah. In the water. Nice. With my fist up, and I sent it yeah. to my grandma. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and
1: then I peed in it. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm,
3: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding. No, I'm kidding.
1: Took
4: a dump on that beach.
1: But you forget,
3: people forget that. Um, it's it's not that long it's ago. Not that long. No, not no. At all. none of this stuff was that long ago. No, no. So we, They can't. Even
0: our country is not that old.
3: Yeah, we can't keep trying to silence each other. We have to be, you know, receptive to what what the issues are, and we have to figure out a way to, you know, tackle those issues. And it's going to take some time. Absolutely, it's going to take a lot of time. Megan yeah. from Hoodline, I I heard you had to uh,
0: piece out pretty soon, but I wanted to let you know that. I have some, and it's sort of accidentally racist on at the coming up at the comedy festival I have two shows that are uh, sp- they're called I'm Not White one of them's uh, mm-hmm. the politics are funny I'm Not White and one of them is don't shoot I'm Not White uh, and even even when I put those shows down I'm like it, you know it is we're sort of Giving an homage to like saying, yeah, racism exists and uh, let's be funny about it because what else can we be at this point
1: use comedy at, use comedy as
0: yeah as a as a as a weapon or not as a weapon but as like a if but if we're not I think that comedy can help inform people yeah. in a way where it's they can connect to it without it being like, Attacking.
4: It's a way to talk about sensitive subjects.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's why we have people like Red Fox, like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, Dave Chappelle, you know, all the Cat Williams, all these people. Yeah. All these Tiffany people. Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. I mean I'm I throw some females up in there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
4: <laughs> I um, Monique you, or something. Hi.
1: Yeah. Before you go though, I do want you to just really briefly talk about your new business venture.
3: Oh, if there's possible. so many things. There's yeah. so many things. So Don't worry, you'll be back. I will <laughs> be back. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple of things going on. Um... One, I have a project that I'm working on. It is a new business venture. There's a woman, her name's April Spears. Chef April Spears. She owns a restaurant called Auntie April's Chicken and Waffles and Soul Food. She's, we plug in that. She's working go. on a title, because it's a little long. But, um, <laughs> Gotta get an
2: acronym.
3: I know. So, she's, she's been open for 10 years. She's amazing. I am working with her on a place called Cafe Envy, which is going to be in Bayview and um it's, it's we're going to have a full bar, you know, lots of nice great healthy food. Uh obviously we'll be paying homage to the culture of the community. We will this is a women operated business, two black women doing it for the community. Very, something that's very amazing. Um additionally, I have I'm working on um a project. It's a bike share company, and this I think I'll talk to you about cool. another day. Yeah. But, but just to give you like a little preview, the name of this bike share company is called Jump Mobility. It's electric bikes, mm. and we have um, we have them. Installed all over the city right now because we got a permit from the SFMTA. But one of the things I'm really proud about is the fact that we have these bikes in Bayview. Now earlier I talked about having transportation issues, how we feel like we're on the outskirts. Well, that is no longer the case. These bikes are yet another option of how people will be able, from other communities, will be able to connect with Bayview. And they're really fun. They go up hills. They're pedal assist. They have a, a motor. They're electric. Yeah. they got cup cool. holders. And they got cup holders. <laughs> and you want to go shopping, there's a basket. Yep. You know, it's all kind of great. Fr- great. It's a smart bike, so there's all kinds of wonderful stuff going on. That's but, great. of course, it's all very community-oriented. Good. Yes. And that's yeah. why I love baby. And that's why. Yeah,
0: well, and it's that's the difference is that in our capitalist society, we have to remember that it, really it's about, is it? Well, that's the question. Is it about people? Do our communities matter? Or is it all... I'm out for myself and I just want to make a buck. It's hard. I think people are on both sides of the coin but There's it seems balance. like you seems like you're not which makes me very happy. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I mean, it's the, they say all oh, the chain is as strong as its weakest link. Well, then let's link it up and make sure everybody has access to good food and good transportation and, you know, good housing and have the ability to live in this great city.
3: Balance. Yay. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure London Breed is listening because she's, she's going to be the one London <laughs> to, <Everybody laughs> to make it happen. June is coming.
0: And go out Juneteenth. and vote. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be amazing?
3: Vote for who you want. Vote for who ma- who you know makes who's gonna who's vi-
1: do good for your community. Exactly. Who's
3: where your visions are aligned with your candidate. But you know, I'm telling you. Flat out. I'm all about London Breed because I know that she can take care of the city. Yeah. I trust her with this city.
0: Yay! Thank all right. you, Miss Mitchell, you. Megan Mitchell, and Bob. Megan Bye, Mitchell guys. from Hoodline right, and Jump
3: Bikes. Oh, guys. And Cafe Envy. Yes. Go to hoodline.com, check out my articles, go to jumpbikes.com, check out the bikes. And then coming soon, cafeenvy.com So look out for it. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll be back on to Tys with that. Sweet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks yes. so much for right. being here. And <laughs> And we'll see you next time. Hey, Poji, thanks for ho- hanging in there.
5: No problem. I was listening.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> of course you were. Where were you? Keep it up. Yeah. Um, so uh, have, you, um, have you looked into the welding? Or, are, I actually, was...
5: yeah. Today I just got my uh, apprenticeship letter. You got your and, apprenticeship uh, letter for welding? You're really going to do this? Yeah, I, I go in for, well, it's my pre-apprenticeship meeting. Ah. So I go on February 8th, and then I select... Uh, what classes I want to take. And I'm assuming a drug test is going to be involved in that at some point. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah, with welding, probably, I would think, yeah.
5: Well, I mean, it's not just welding. It's like we're welding, but we're walking on beams four stories up in the air. Oh,
0: my goodness.
4: Hey, welding is enough. This is like acetylene torches with oxygen tanks. And, you know, yeah, it's not... There's plenty to be worried about. So,
0: Poji had an amazing week of headlining and doing what we dream of, and he came back from it and said, fuck comedy, he's quitting. He wants to be a welder? I was talking about this last night with Gabby Pochia, actually. She was asking about you, and I was like, yeah, he, he wants to get married and buy a house and have a kid and be a welder.
5: <laughs>
2: she's just I, laughing. I,
5: uh, I don't have any aspirations to be any type of uh, celebrity. I've never really, like, even though I did comedy, maybe when I was younger, when I didn't understand it, but I've never been the kind of person to be like, rah, rah, look at me, look at how great I am, watch this stuff, look at this, go after me. I've always just kind of wanted to do my stuff and then get off stage and just kind of blend in with everybody.
1: Can and, you promise me one thing, Poji? What's that?
5: Don't find
1: fucking Jesus. Yeah, don't That's find That's the only Jesus. thing yeah. I ask. If you could just, do yeah, not, not find just, Jesus.
0: Please don't find Jesus. It's a good place to find women. But the church, I mean.
4: Yeah, but weird women.
1: Yeah, right. right? Who still believe. They have daddy issues. Like, not like, oh, I want you know, like, I fucked my daddy kind of thing. Well, Ooh, you get that weird.
5: I think, you know, being in San Francisco, being an entertainer, I think that we underestimate how much your average person just wants to be told what to do. <laughs> you know? I, I'm serious. It's kind of like the old adage of. You know, if everybody is in the circus, then there's nobody going to be there to watch it. Right. And, like, that's, I mean, it's not so much that I want to be a welder. I just want to live a life of peace and quiet. I want to get up in the morning. I want to go work hard, doing some manual labor, building some stuff. And then I want to come home and just relax and write and read my little books and not, not be so worried about it. Everybody wants to, you know, take on their problems or... Find a way to fix them in two or three seconds. I want less people around me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I <laughs> want less people around you. That's I think. Yeah. But you know what? You being a welder, I mean, it's not just manual labor. It's you're actually being really creative. Like you can do some really dope shit.
0: He's a good. He's a good construction guy too. Yeah. He knows how to build shit. They, sure.
5: But they, I mean, that's what I loved about it. Is whenever I got involved in construction, nothing mattered. But whatever project I was working on, taking the correct measurements, using the tools the to way I didn't lose a finger, right? Uh, making sure my cuts were good, and then uh, you just, you're able to push everything out and just focus on the task at hand, and I really enjoyed that, especially coming from, I mean, you have to figure for the past 13 years, I've been trying to impress upon people that don't do what I do, that I'm good at what I
2: do, <laughs>
5: and... You know, having to come in there and then you get the, oh, well, you're going to wear that. You're not going to wear, you know, your long sleeve button up. Like, no, I'm not selling cell phones. It, like, this is what I wear. This is what I look like off stage and on stage because I'm a representation of who I am off stage, on stage. Right. And I got so tired of wondering where I was going to get booked next and people's stupid shit. And, oh, hey, you're the comic, so you got to go on the radio and do your radio and you know, we got Buzz
2: and the Wackhead.
5: They're going to you know, interview you <laughs> and the laughter. On the morning show, Buzz <laughs> and Wackhead. Wow. Wow.
4: Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, but see, I didn't realize that. I thought that that's what you were after all this time. I didn't realize that you're like, I just want to be by myself in the woods with my cats and a girl.
5: I mean. No, I just. I don't want. The problem is, is that there's so much fake bullshit that people try to shove on your throat and try to get you to play into. And a lot of it in comedy. A lot of people aren't doing comedy. People in comedy are doing things that they think other people are going to find funny. Whereas I'm not about that. I'm going to tell you horrible things about me. I'll tell you good things about me. I'm going to give you a broad spectrum of the experience of who I am instead of some artificially crafted thing. I'm not going to wear a suit and get up on stage and act like I'm some hot shot kind of guy. I want to be down to earth and real, but the entertainment doesn't like that. They want the right. artificial shit. Sure, I but, don't want to. But I'm a real person, and I'm real on stage and off stage. I don't want to pretend that this is who I am. If I want to pretend, I'll write sci-fi stuff about clowns that have dicks on their faces <laughs> and just make shit
4: up. That would sell.
5: It is selling.
4: I, I, under, selling. I understand.
2: <laughs>
0: ex- I understand exactly where you're coming from because, as a woman who doesn't wear makeup, I am constantly told that people would like me better on stage if I wore a little lipstick or that if I did my hair or if I put myself together, that people, that audiences or people in general would like me more. And I'm like, fucking go fuck yourself. Like I don't wear makeup. I don't wear it because I'm lazy and I don't wear it. And men don't have to wear makeup. Why do I have to wear makeup and men don't? I dress like a little boy. So that's what I do. Everything
5: I've seen in comedy, every single person has some other asshole telling them that if they just did this, they would be more because it kind of plays into what we were talking about earlier in that, you know, Jerry Seinfeld does an interview where he's like, well, when I did comedy, we had to do, do, do. And then so then everyone thinks that's the way it's supposed to be. No, it's, fucking not. The point of doing this is you make up your own shit and your own way of doing things and if you're just going through the motions and listening to what some other person said, then you're being a hack and you're trying to clone their experience.
2: Anytime
5: anybody tells you, well, you know, if you just wore a little eyeliner and showed some camel toe, this little (laughs) fucking shit. People tell, well, if you just just wore a suit and, you know, slipped your hair back, well, yeah, if I just did that, then I'd be at a fucking funeral, because that's what I wear when I'm at a fucking funeral.
0: You told me some of the best advice ever, and I've passed it on to other comedians, that your material is just a way, a conduit for the audience to understand who you are. And so your authentic self is what is funny, and it's using the language to have them understand who you are. And I was like, oh. And that's the elite, that, that's the only way you cannot be hacked because you're being authentic. You're being real. And right. that's what works. And it's the worst well, part
5: about it is you've heard of the term virtue signaling.
0: Well, what, Virtue signaling?
5: A new term called market signaling. Market signaling. So where people come on stage, go on Netflix, watch any comedy special. I guarantee you within the first three or four minutes, your comics are going to be like, so I'm a single black woman, or I'm a gay guy, or I'm because oh, they, they tell they have you have to right. identify what market you are. So sure. that way people that are watching it, it's like, well, I'm gay too. This is my guy. This yeah. is my representative. This is what I like. Sure. Yeah. And it, it's getting worse now because people are like, well, you're just another white guy. We don't want to hear what you have to say. Right. But good, because I don't want to tell anymore. I want to wealth. I <laughs> want <laughs> he's
0: got his letter by the way he's I'm, I'm for
4: that I'm often people are like what? I'm like learn a trade you know like it's cool to have all your art and everything but even artists you know are implying a trade they're not just being artful
5: right because yeah. Yeah. I mean even when it comes to music like I don't know dick about music so when I listen to music I'm listening to the lyrical content and how I identify that lyrical content to what's going on in my life. Right, that's why you like such there, shitty
0: music. Right, I get it. <laughs>
5: woogity woogity woo. I don't, I don't know how hard it is to do the woogities so it doesn't make an impression on me. I'm not going, well, that's amazing. I'm like, it sounds nice. I don't know. woos.
1: That sounds like one of them racist songs that we Woobity looked up last Woobity week. Woow, coon,
5: coon, coon. A lot, of, a lot of washboards and people blowing in jugs. <laughs>
4: Hey, I played a washboard once. It's an it's amazing instrument. I believe
1: you
0: so bad. <laughs> when, um, when are you going to write a new story for Tim's Tesseract?
5: Uh, I've got a, I'm working on it right now. Oh, I'm good. Actually, I've been putting it together.
0: How is Tom um, Brady?
5: Tom, No, Tom Brady is a hot commodity right now. Let me tell you, People, people absolutely go crazy about Tom Brady God, and yeah. they hate him. And the fact that people hate him make me love him that much more. I I think it's tremendous that somebody can go out there. And he's not like a miraculous athlete. Like, he's a pretty good athlete, but he works so hard and pushed himself and dedicated his life to doing something that he's become phenomenal at it. So I've developed this character now that whenever somebody says they hate Tom Brady, oh, my God, I launch right into Tom Brady is actually Jesus coming back to save us. (laughs) And set us free from all of our sins, and it's been driving people fucking nuts.
1: Well, brother, you better start launching, because I'm one of those haters.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <I, laughs> hey, but he's you know, a space. If I witnessed God in a man's form, I would be upset too.
1: God in a man's form. I, I, but it has nothing to do. Well, he is uh, kind of a cheater, um, and actually, he's a cheater in life. Period. That's one of the reasons why I don't like him. Because yeah, he
5: just keeps getting, getting ahead. Welcome to America. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and You've
5: been just doing shit by the rules. How's that fucking worked out for you? you yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, right.
4: Being doing things by the book is actually a, a, a surefire way to be punished in this society. Well, I'm not breaking even breaking the rules. I'm
1: not even just talking about in sport. I'm talking about in his life, like. His personal life, like he actually left his unborn uh, baby's mama for Giselle. That's some shady, fucked yeah, up shit. Have
5: you seen Giselle? I'd fucking do the same shit. <laughs> yeah
1: you could have at least told the bitch get a morning after
0: pill or wore a condom damn uh, that's pretty it's pretty quick after especially oh, Tom
4: Brady to wants
5: to make more Tom Brady's. that's the goal of a Tom Brady
4: that's, that's the rule yeah, of Tom Brady yeah he can Brady's. afford a few Tom Brady's out there
5: uh, yeah.
1: I yeah. don't baby, like baby that Brady's. piece of shit and plus there was a time where I heard that he refused to sign autographs to some little kids I, I just don't I, I well, really well but oh.
0: Steve's writing this you're writing this story where he's a superhero in the future right it's like in some space station and like Tom Brady saves the world or something It's think like
5: yeah the the Earth's been destroyed. Uh, The human beings have left the planet Earth. They live in space. And uh, if you had enough money or if you were just an extremely talented, handsome young man, uh, you could get cryogenically frozen uh, to skip all the, you know, struggle parts of it and just wake up in utopia. However... Uh, human beings run into a little bit of a problem, so they have to wake up Tom Brady a little early so he can come and save the planet. Or, well, save mankind rather, not the planet.
0: <laughs> it's the planet's gone. the planet's gone? you just unfreeze right, right now. Um, he, Well,
2: <laughs> it's, he's writing.
0: He's writing a new story. It's very exciting. Yeah. Have you? Have you been? Did you? I mean, it, have you been reading Jane Six? Does anyone care about Jane Six? I'm excited wow. about Jane Six. I don't even. know uh, that. I'm on was, episode nine. I, I
5: read some the other day, but that was when I had to go. And I got the phone call that I had to get my ass down to the union hall and fill out my application.
2: Gotcha. Ooh, join wow. the. But I, I, I got said, to the point where you know.
5: uh, she she was with the doctor who was going to yeah the uh, Ken put her, put the chip in her brain or whatever, make yep. her a breeder. And yep. Fucking. Killed him and ate his nutsack or something. Yes,
0: yeah, something Wait, like that. Us? No, it's the story I'm Is writing for Tim's Tesseract. Nice. It's um, short little episodes that are all like 750 to a thousand words, and it's about the future. In San Francisco, twenty two twenty two, after the water wars of twenty one twenty one, there's like no there's no cats, there's no birds. Um, that water is really scarce, and um, women have to make a choice between breeder, sexer, or host. At least the women that live in the ten lawn. And so, if they become a sexer, they their cortex gets removed and implanted with a chip that makes them want to fuck all the time, and their uterus gets removed, but. Kim 12 decides to murder the doctor and be the first sexer who doesn't have a chip and then things ensue because of what happens to Jane six and she becomes a host and then she, well she makes the choice and then all this other stuff. And they it's, it's a silly futuristic story of it's like sci-fi feminine feminist comedy.
4: I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I smell a Netflix well, special. Yeah.
0: It's, it's really well, I just, I keep writing one episode a week and I'm up to episode nine and Tim says I'm doing... Well, I think they're entertaining. So, Sounds I mean, I n- next week, episode 10, because I've been saving it, there's going to be just a bloodbath. It's like I've been sort of building up to this like big murder scene. And I'm like, fuck, I got to write this murder scene. Like big... And it's hard to do that in an interesting way because there's so much like you know TV and movies have so much dismembered like once like once in Walking Dead they had the fucking bat with the fucking yeah, nails yes. in it and they were hitting a guy in the head once that happens where do you go where do you <laughs> yeah. go in storytelling when they've taken a bat and they put nails in it and they're beating up a character that has a kid that loves you, you you've been watching the character for years and they're like fuck this guy oh
2: yeah. and then
0: it was just like it's so
1: graphic but it was very graphic that was <laughs> actually the last season of Walking Dead I watched it's,
0: it, I stopped I, watching after that too because it's so graphic I'm like, like totally so it's, with uh, you it it's didn't like,
4: jump the shark it beat the shark to death it beat yeah. the, the shark bat to death literally with, with,
0: with a bat and nails yeah so that's the thing is that when when so much rampant violence exists in our storytelling how to make it futuristic and surreal and funny at the same time is what I'm sort of grappling with, See, with
5: mine, I, haven't, I haven't really been worried about the funny parts of it I I mean, part of it, some of these stories for me is being so serious and not having any comedy, which makes me laugh because you're at a comedy website and you think something's going to be funny and it just turns out that it's just horribleness.
0: (laughs) Well, I I mean, I love that um, that, uh, barefoot exoskeleton Contessa table talk uh, intergalactic table talk with the exo barefoot exoskeleton Contessa that's, it's, uh, that's Bridgman's, it's work, it. Bridgman's craziness it's about a flesh eating alien from space and asking, like talking talk about show. things, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. It's just like weird. Have you been writing. watching the Black Mirror? Oh, those were amazing. I saw all those. Yeah. Oh my god, I devoured. Them. I might watch them again. They were so good.
1: I watched uh, yeah. two episodes. I watched the first one, this uh, Star Trek-y one. Wasn't that great? Yeah. And I then love the that one. the dating one.
0: Oh, that one was weird. The dating I one still it. it's like a mind fuck. I, I was like, like that one. I was like, so nothing happened. <laughs>
5: Right, it was all just a simulated thing of how compatible these people were. The best one, or I think my favorite one, has been a uh, white bear. Oh, that, oh don't, don't tell me, too. me. Me
0: too. That's from last season. Okay. I absolutely, hundred yeah. percent agree with you. That is probably my favorite episode. You've not, you haven't seen White Bear. I have not seen that. One. It is, the, it is really, really. It's the. They are so creative in their short storytelling. It, it's actually. It almost seems like they're having, like. Their stories are almost literature that then they're turning into these
5: uh, episodes, and they're. Well, it seems weird because a lot of it, a lot of them, especially with the newer season, it's like, "Hey, uh, this consciousness is in this thing, but it's like really there." And isn't that horrible? And like, and like so much gets just expanded on that that you see that idea recycled. I'm like, I get it. I watched Twilight Zone. It's, let's let's get weirder and creepier, not just. <laughs> consciousness trapped in a fucking you know toy or something
0: right right that weird little egg thing or whatever yeah. that does things for you that one
4: was talking Tina
0: well well, yeah. that's the whole thing <laughs> Siri like is yeah. Siri really a person or the idea of falling in love with the operating system that kind of seems to be coming out well, since that movie Her and there was oh, like another yeah. one where it's like but, I uh, fell in love with the operating we system we are
1: not far off from that you know like about the robots and shit like that that we've talked about before I
0: agree with you because as technology uh, brings us closer together it actually divides us and as we become more and more selfish and self-involved on things like Facebook and if the computer remembered things wouldn't it be great to have a boyfriend that actually listened and remembered and like could bring up things from your past and There's be like remember shame. when you said this or you did this and you're like what you were listening I mean There's they oh, probably yeah, that, could that
5: the, the guy in the attic
0: the guy in the attic that one
5: yeah, the the boyfriend that dies.
0: Oh, there's a girlfriend who died, and she's in the attic. Are you talking about Black Mirror again?
5: Yeah. And he no, goes he to him, visit her. He flip.
0: She he goes to visit her, and she's at, well. Everybody, everyone's a zombie, I guess. In that one, that one was weird.
5: Like no, this is the one where they get the little cottage
0: house,
2: the little.
0: Oh, oh. <sighs> <sighs> I'm trying to remember. Oh, the the dating and the dating stops. Or whatever. No, like, that's... I get, I'm so gets, confused. I need to watch She the
5: guy and then the guy, she has to put him in the bathtub with the electrolyte gel or whatever. Oh, that was from, from the other season.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They take his... Because he dies and they don't want him to be dead. There's a thing that you buy in the mail and it's like a jelly thing and you stick it in and then it it takes all of his Facebook and stuff and makes it him. But it's oh, yeah. not him, but it's him. And she's like, yeah. it's you, it's you. And he kind of becomes a different person because yeah. basically what they're saying is the consciousness. Some is,
4: guy did that with his dad. Um, I saw like a PR thing about it. Uh, Yeah, they took all like this, because he was like, uh, for some reason they had taped him a lot, or he had been on like,
2: uh, had
4: a lot of sayings, and a lot of jokes that he told, and this guy basically transcribed this all to a computer that simulated his voice, and they could, you know, kind of have conversations.
5: Whoa. Yeah, that's it boils down to Jesus was an algorithm.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they totally have that shit on phone calls now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean there's been enough I mean honestly with your face with my Facebook there's enough shit there and there's enough things I've typed out that you could create a reasonable facsimile of Pam just by using what's there enough for a
5: cursory
4: conversation
2: yeah
5: so many status updates drunk you could maintain my alcoholism and artificial intelligence how's that
0: going since it's uh, good
5: I, I haven't I haven't been drinking I do I do a show on Monday Mm-hmm. uh every monday at the babylon and saint charles buy one get one free drinks <laughs> uh where we we put up it's got a bunch of tv screens because it's like a sports bar so i've got a dj and we select youtube videos and we do like a Tosh tosh.0 thing in the bar <laughs> That's rad. where we'll play videos and then we'll make jokes about them and then uh we have comics that come up on stage Put uh the problem is, is comics are not as interesting as a lady getting kicked in the face by a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so we might phase out the comics and just make it all videos. But, uh, like, uh, the first show that we did, we had, like, four people. Then the second show we did, we had 18 people. Wow. All specifically kind of coming out to see this show and uh, be entertained. So we're going to try to keep uh, just growing it that way. And, uh, so you're a liar. Obviously-
0: you haven't quit comedy. You have a show every Monday. Stand
5: up. I'm not doing stand up. You commentate. Like a lot of this is just like riffing. I'm sitting down. Yeah, but I'm just you're still emceeing and, and performing. Still,
0: perf- you didn't quit comedy. Come on. You just changed your Yeah, but your it's genre not stand
5: up comedy bit. in the sense of like everybody shut up and just listen to me and my ideas. Right. That's true.
4: But, it's not but just you're still, stand up. You're but. still
5: doing a
1: form of comedy. Yeah. You've still yeah. got yeah. your toes in the water.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, which, which. I'm not getting booked for anything. I've actually, of course, right when I decided to do this, all these people came to me wanting to book me for weeks and weeks and weeks and I fucking turned them all down. Sorry, not doing it. Not doing it. Is
4: booking really a requirement of comedy? Can't nope. you just chase open mics?
0: Yeah. <laughs> are you, are well, you trying to think validation. better yeah, yeah, I was going to say, Matthew Crook's looking for validation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. I, I know, OMG last night. Ugh, what a... Ugh. Why would you even go to that thing? Well, it, there were plenty of people actually. Cause I, Brainwash closed. Yeah, Brainwash closed, and I, I look. Um, I'm, I'm friends with the bartender there, and I give her. I give her cookie brownies, and she gives me drinks. So it is a really beautiful
4: relationship that I have
5: there. Just buy a six pack, and there's plenty of people on the tenderloin that need entertainment. Just talk and start talking to them. Yeah, that's
4: that's true too. There is a hobo comedy scene around here where guys are get on Bart or whatever, or just take a take a dune right. over if they on won't the beach. Come
5: to your show, you hunt these people down and you force your ideas upon them. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh my God.
4: That's consent is a big thing these days now Steve yeah, con- we need so wait, consent I just
5: re-
1: so you, I just found out that brainwash closed down from what you just said you didn't know brainwash no. closed no well I, ha- I just got back into the country oh that's
0: right I forgot to so tell I, you so that, that
1: means so that there's no more showdown and then yeah. there's no more brainwash there's
0: no more showdown there's no more brainwash yeah so now there's OMG mm-hmm. Mutiny. We picked up. We picked up Thursday, so we have the True Hustle Thursday open mic.
5: How was then?
0: It's great. We went through this week. I actually have to babysit, but last week we went through like twenty-eight comedians, and the week before we went through oh, like thirty-two. That horrible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it
4: is. it's all at least brainwashed. There were some stragglers and people doing their laundry, but now it's just all.
0: Yeah, that's not we just got all comedians.
5: Comedians. No, yeah, give me the gas
0: chamber. Real people come by too. I'm Pantastics. It's been really, actually, well attended, which is weird. We like even last week we made
4: a hundred bucks, and I'm like, how is this happening? You had some bringers last week. Yeah, I didn't well, even you know, know I had some bringers. Did you bring? Yeah, so did uh, Cree and. Uh, yeah,
0: so my people actually did what they were supposed to. They were bringers. That's so good. It was nice. There was to do an actual a audience.
5: Show where you do the Dungeons and Dragons campaign. A lot of those. Dungeons and Dragons podcasts are blowing up. Yeah,
0: I should have done it back in the day. We should have done it, but I just, Steve, I have six podcasts. I just don't have time. I'm coming up with a new show for Saturday nights, though, for like the eight to 10 spot to do it once a month, and it's Jokey Okey. So it's, I, t- I, I get other, I get famous people's jokes like George Carlin or, or, or Bill Cosby or oh, Red Jokey Fox okay. Jokey okay. okay like karaoke but with jokes and so it's going to be in a binder and I'm going to make them really big big lettered and print it out so it's easy to read and then we'll just Well
5: Paul Sanford will be all over that Well
0: and so I want to call it though it's true the, uh, what I want to call it is Carlos Mencio's jo- <laughs> Joke Okay because he's the I thief be he's the
5: thief the yeah. Dungeons and Dragons campaign in the world of Jane Six
0: Oh, that's not a bad idea. that out. Well, I'm just hoping people that would will take read Jane Sixx. a fuckload Six. of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just... And that, what, again, I don't... What's
4: next? Uh, white stuff on a black mirror? <laughs> showcase? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I mean,
5: I'd, I'd I like to make it. karaoke, that's just called...
0: Right, but, but that's the whole thing. Is that the whole it's, point of it? The point is that you can do Sarah Silverman's set, or you can do George Carlin's set, and it's so it's fun for like the whole family. No, it's fun for people that are in the audience because they can come up and perform. And then, oh, this is the other component. I want to have the comedians on the show write out their whole set and give it to another comedian. So
2: even the but comedians do work when that
5: comedian says it. Why but no, it that's the whole, whole point. It's, an it's that's the,
0: it's because it'll be funny and weird. That's the whole point, is it?
4: And, j- and of course, and it, it opens you up to the idea that your set's good, you suck, because you give it to another comedian and they kill right, your exactly. mediocre set. Right? You exactly. Know? So,
0: and that's the thing is that, but and and I, I mean, I'll write down all my abortion jokes, and it's funny if a guy, yeah. you know, like if Brandon Stokes was just doing my abortion jokes, that would be very funny in itself. I think. I don't know.
5: So, anyways, like in two weeks, I'm going to call you and be like, Yeah, you do your jokes, but you put a watermelon over your head. And then it's like, It's like jokes with a watermelon on your head.
0: I'm trying to be creative,
4: Steve. How about strip comedy? If you don't get a laugh, you have to ditch a layer of clothing. That's a fun
0: idea. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot.
5: Another one that Paul Sanford will be excited about. Right.
0: Well, I haven't seen him in a while, to be honest. I haven't seen him on the open mic scene, nor have I seen him even on the internet. I haven't You're really. in a
5: cage somewhere being contained.
0: Might, that, <laughs> might be, that might be true. That might be Tell true. Tell me how
1: much you like Paul Sanford.
0: Yeah.
5: Oh, I, I do, but I mean. This a guy who's
0: borderline Frankenstein. They they worked with him. They worked with him for an old Pete and Pogi video that was super hilarious. Where he injected himself with this crazy speedball thing and then beat his own son, which was Pogi, to death with his own arm. In the in the video, he rips off Steve's arm and beats him with it as the side effects are going up. The thing like blah blah blah, like all that stuff. It's very very funny video. Is it? It's, it's out. It's still on the internet. It's like a Propecia
4: commercial type thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh,
5: it's on Funnier Die.
0: It's on Funnier Die. That's good. So yeah. it exists. And, and
5: I don't know what happened to Pete, man. Like, uh, he filmed that movie. Right. Uh, that he was all excited about. And then once it was. I First of all, I had my doubts about what was going to happen with it because he was recording a lot of the audio second source. Right through this like mixing thing he had and I'm like, I don't see him being disciplined enough to sit down and match up that audio with that video. Right. And sure enough I think it just kinda fizzled out and he was trying to move to Amsterdam for a while. I don't know if he actually ever did that or not.
0: It's funny, I just saw Nicole Love last night. We did a show together at The Layover. Thank you, Mike Spiegelman. And um, I asked her, I was like, what's going on? Have you heard anything about that? She's like, no. And I said, said, yeah, I think, you know, I don't know what happened. He got money. He got investors. He tried to get it done. He shot everything. And then it just stopped. Well,
5: it, it came to the part where you had to really start putting all the editing work in. Right. And he abandoned computer editing to be a tattoo artist
0: well because he's really good at it
5: yeah but I mean it's it just I don't know I, I just think he just was tired of that world and he wanted to get out of it and wow. then he had this big grandiose idea and uh you know he got everything I mean Tom Rhodes was in it uh He's a comedian. Well, you, Mark Hamill, <laughs> yeah. Luke Skywalker. His nephew was the main character in it. Well, yeah, you, you, I got to meet you him. You hit
4: on something, though. I mean, aside from all this, like talent and funny and having the resources, there, there's something to completion. Like right. finishing. Yeah. This is the done. Put the end on it and hand it in. Right, like right, there's right. Something to even you know could always be more perfect. Perfect is whatever. the enemy of
0: done. Mm-hmm. Get it yeah, done. and perfect is the enemy of done. But there's a lot of done. people
4: who will start projects or be involved in things, but they have no they no follow through on the sense of completion.
0: Right,
5: right. And I always I always came from the standpoint of you make something, you finish it, you put it out. Then the next thing you make, you make it better than the last thing that you made. And if you follow that kind of ladder, then eventually you get to the point where you're making really, really good stuff. Yeah. But that takes time and work and you gotta put yourself out there, you gotta take the negative criticisms and feedback. And some people just aren't built to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> really? not you don't built. put something out and have everyone be like, This is perfect and amazing, or this is exactly what we want. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to you.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So
4: the the moral yeah. from Steve's story of being the most successful stand up comic we know right. is that don't follow your dreams. You just go learn a trade.
5: Yeah. Go weld. Give Hang up. on. Go
6: Actually, have up. you seen give
4: up. Uh, not to not to not to get you back into the entertainment business, but have you seen any of the welding porn that's out there? What? Yeah, like they'll good. just show that these like perfect welds that are just like so symmetrical and like. It's like, oh, so it's yeah, not it's like, like artistic. It's not
0: like real porn. It's, it's like
4: food porn. Oh, okay. Like, it's just such a beautiful meal, or watching the cooking. Wow. Because like,
0: I, I was I'm actually sure thinking like welding porn. That's dangerous.
5: porn down on a girl or something. I'm sure somebody's made. Yeah,
0: that.
4: yeah there's that sparks, sort of thing too. But I'm also sparks sparks talking about like the actual like girl. seeing someone with just like such a technique that they're. It's it looks like artistry.
2: Oh my god. No. I'm
5: I'm getting mad at porn too. Why can't we just have attractive people having sex? Now everyone's got to be somebody's. Okay. Right, but,
0: yeah. I've been hearing the about grandma. this incest porn too. I've been hearing about this. It is So
1: this. disturbing. As a matter it of fact, is. I was watching some porn yesterday, and the first thing that came up was stepmom, stepdaughter with neighbor, and I'm like, ew! Wow, come on. that's and interesting. And it's like there's like such a big market for that. It's is, the,
0: is it? It's, but is it because it's like realish, or is it because it's just
1: even the mental factor no, of thinking think that mommy or Daddy and daughter fucking is just even fucked up.
5: Yeah,
0: like there's yeah. a
1: whole. I think it's because
5: porn. porn's accepted now. Like people understand that people watch porn, so they don't get that you know dirty. You're a bad boy kind of uh, feeling from it. They don't get. Wait, so you much don't get shame. that feeling.
4: That's half the reason to watch it. Right?
5: But no, I man. I keep my webcam uncovered. I'll fucking hey, you want to tune in? Fucking get an eyeful of the mushroom. Go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I don't
1: care. <laughs> I just, I, you know, as I, I'm a, I'm a dirty person anyway. I just, that's just going too far. Well,
0: but the question is, are they really related they're or does related. it matter? No, it's just, not. No, they're it's not. part of the storyline. No, yeah, but, really. but,
4: but still, that, I've got to push it out of my mind now. Exactly. Right. You know, thank you. Yeah. Or,
1: but I'm sure there are some snuff movies that, that actually probably do have some real
0: daddy,
4: daughter fucking
0: well, snuff means snuff. they kill you. Do oh, they, they really kill, you. kill yeah, you? that's
4: a snuff film is when someone dies. Yeah, they,
0: Which is, why would anybody want to watch that? Is that, but that's that's like sexy to people?
4: Power. No, some people are sick. I don't know if that's a sexual thing, the snuff porn. It's more I like know,
5: it. it. all plays into the power. You're watching this and this guy's going to choose whether this person lives or dies. Because you don't really live in a world where you crave power. Like some people, that's the whole thing of... You, and that was my big problem with comedy. Was people had power chips. You can get on stage and you can't get on stage
6: depending on what I think and what I say. Oh, man, I I ran into that
4: with some two-bit comic around here who was guest hosting once that I was like, if I kick your ass, will I be banned around here? You know, like I could just pummel you for being such a snot nose. Because it's a little bit
1: of power that they get. The littlest,
4: but all the power in the world he had over me was putting me last on the the lineup. That was it. And it was just like, you know Um, what? Fuck you, punk. You you really
1: don't get anything out of it.
0: Just that.
4: that
0: yeah. The, I mean... It,
4: but yeah, those points. power trips, it's just like, it's hard, you know, Big Fish, Little Pond is a theme for humanity.
5: Uh-huh, I see. And I don't crave the smaller markets you go, the worse it is. Right. Because they, these people are God considered to their local open mic comics. It's like, dude, you're a fucking manager from Target with a microphone. Fuck <laughs> you. <is>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, but I'm on salary. I want to know what kind of porn Steve watches.
2: Yeah.
5: Tell I, us. I just like... You know, attractive people having but, fun. Yeah, so but, you're, but you're, you
0: don't like little girls dressed up in schoolgirl outfits or specifically absolutely. Asian or, you're, like,
5: you're
4: a, you're blondes. Porn. I'll tell yeah. you, this is the benefit. My whole pornography and sex thing happened way before this internet thing. So it was still, like, pictures a magazine. I still have my tapes. Even yeah. before there was only a lot of tips coming. so now all this who-hiffery about like oh I need a mommy daddy story or a crazy thing That like, that is an amazing word. Thanks.
2: Yeah,
4: uh, 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 it's so good to have missed all that, and I could just watch like sex. Did they have hair? <laughs>
0: did it, did the, when you were watching porn when it was like pictures and all that stuff? Dude, the did se- they have hair on their p- the pussies 70s, or was it was yeah. so in the seventies yeah. they actually? Like,
4: I was ten and seventy seven. You know, thirteen and eighty.
0: So, so you saw pubic Magazines. hair in your porn? Yeah, that existed. A
4: hundred percent. Gotcha. Yeah. It's huh. Like it seems so like only like five years, like a very brief amount of time that there hasn't been too much. Like in my, I mean, I'm sure it's been longer than ten years, but it seems like less than ten years in my memory of porn. Like the idea, have you seen bushes? I'm like, man, like yesterday they took away bushes. In my opinion,
2: you know, my, my, <laughs> right.
4: my mind's eye. I know it's longer than that, but it's like, have I seen bushes? What the fuck, you know. Like, <laughs>
5: Right. I dated a girl that had laser hair removal surgery. Oh. But she hadn't seen Star Wars, which I found completely baffling.
2: Lightsaber <laughs> <on. laughs> removal. Joke? Yeah.
5: That's that. that's where the lasers came from. How
2: do exactly. you not know
5: the history of this procedure? <laughs>
0: And it'll never go back. Well, pubic hair, the use of it is that it funnels the pee into the toilet. Once you get rid of all that stuff down there, just willy-nilly wetness. So really what it is, I think it's a focuser of the pee into the toilet. That's the only thing I can think of its use for. if
4: I may, as, you uh, know,
5: this whole... The guys that I worked for, they loved it because they thought that it it protected and kept, like, bugs away from it.
0: The... Wow, keeping bugs away from your pussy. This is uh, this is the reason for pubic hair.
4: It possibly and their eyes. Okay, it possibly has that sort of like uh, you know there there there's germs and stuff in your teeth that block out worse germs that are like related to them. You know, and I think the pubic hair also like. Had some sort of like holding bacteria. You're, in you're there. getting
0: me hot by talking yeah. about bacteria being related. <laughs> Do you yeah, see, like yeah, I really—that's yeah. like it takes up me. that
4: ecosystem, <laughs> so working. something more horrible can't move right. in there and kill you. You know, sure. And uh, and I gotta say, as someone from back in the day when it was common to fuck someone with all their pubic hair, there is a sensational difference too that. A cushion for the pushing, or something about a pillow,
1: a A soft, dirty pillow.
4: Just like a little bit of Brillo before you hit that sweet, sweet softness.
1: I don't understand why, like, it was such a bad thing in the first place. Like, I mean, hair, I mean, body hair. Having, I mean, having hair. Like, within the past fifteen years, where you know, with the lazy hair removal and like people being obsessed with shaving everything off, in which I did, and I felt like I was eleven, and again at like eighteen, I'm like, this is weird. I'm going to grow my shit back because it just, I
5: remember. But we're all older. I think it had to deal with the fact that if you maintained your crotch region and you were (laughs) expecting to have sex and you weren't supposed to, you know, be expecting to have sex. You were supposed to get married and have a husband and that kind of a thing. But if you're expecting to have sex, whoa, you're a real wild heretic. (laughs) I think I,
4: oh I, I I think it's like a negative feedback loop too. Like so it's like not you know I've seen natural hair that fits right in the right spot, and oh, well, yeah. it's just perfect. And then, of course, some of us have like the, you know, like we've all seen guys who when they stop shaving, that's where their chest hair stops. Oh, Like right. it's just like unending right. hairiness. Absolutely. So like- That's what when, my
0: legs, that's what my legs so look
4: like. So you go yeah. a little long on that line one day, and now you got to maintain that length, and you go a little long another. So I think that sort of just had a creep effect you that maintain. people just to keep- keep it in the perfect spot. They went a little short and then, well, why not a little more? And then, oh, I'm a a bikini thinner now. So now I got to take a little more off and then just all of a sudden you you can't go back. You have to go forward. Then
1: you go to nothing.
4: Yeah. But I've
1: noticed too, especially with, even as a porn watcher with a lot of pornography, I always saw a majority of men with hair, but not women with hair. And I do even recall like one of my encounters with the person I I didn't have a bush, but I was properly groomed, and I remember saying, "Damn, you still got hair down there." I'm like, "What the fuck? I'm not eight years old. Yeah. Right, I'm right. a grown ass woman," and I just just even some of the things that I've seen, I'm like, "Wait, this isn't fair. Like, why is this dude got hair?" But it's acceptable, you know. It's not acceptable for me to have
0: any hair anymore. See, that's the thing that's crazy about porn is that it's. It's ha- it's involved with social mores, but then breaking them. But then we have to follow them still. So it's like, okay, we've got incest, which we know we're not supposed to do, and that's bad. But then all the women have they look a certain way. It was like boob jobs in the eighties. Yeah, suddenly, tit, all blonde. All right, or I mean, and so then that sort of gets pushed into our concepts of sexuality, which is why porn. I mean. I get Get it, but I just... I feel like there really should be an 18 or older kind of thing because the kids, these little kids and their sexuality... I mean, that's the thing is that any 12-year-old can... Dumble on, you know, incest, And, and
3: exactly. they're like, well, that's
0: so... That, and it's like
1: it formulating the fun them. Out of, it, actually, it actually takes the fun out of hunting for porn. Seriously, because I still have my VHS tapes from when I was like 15, 16. Huh. And the fact of the hunt down for porn, if, if someone you didn't know didn't have the Playboy channel, then you find a magazine or you find out, hey, so-and-so's dad has this dirty tape. Ooh, we're going to go over at, after three and, like, come and watch it, you know, because the it was just like, oh, my gosh. Now it's just like, oh, look, we can just Pornhub. There you go. And well, like, and- Remember the, uh, the Spice Channel? Yep. I used to watch it scrambled.
5: Yeah, they, you could get, like, black boxes that would descramble scramble it. Yeah, I
1: never had that option.
0: I, I was, I was I really I know a tra-
1: lot of Filipino hackers. So I, <laughs>
0: wow. I That's a good name for a band, Filipino hackers. I was like, what yeah. does it mean? What are, they, what are they hacking? Members. Black yeah, box.
1: It's- well, I'm glad to know that you are a
5: traditionalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, to be honest with you, there's nothing more disgusting than fake tips in my opinion. Oh,
0: that's a like, nice thing to say.
5: You're so broken as a person. You have a stranger insert weird bags of poison underneath your skin so people wouldn't notice you. Like, that whole mentality to me is just, so
0: fucking disgusting it, it is i i agree that's a terrible i
1: don't you i don't have an issue with it anymore i'm just so i guess i'm just so
0: numb to it you desensitized yeah, I to desensi- the I mean, jobs
1: but i do see the fact like when you can tell where it's just really over the top right where it's just like you were really looking for some back pain girl
2: right
0: like, like why like, well, yeah, yeah. You see,
5: like women in their 50s with like the collagen lips oh like, yeah, the i got an issue with that up, like Dude, you should be thrown into a fucking volcano.
1: And you know what? What's funny that you... I'm glad you mentioned that. What's funny is they used to make fun of black people for having big lips. And now... Huh. And big asses. Yeah. And being black.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, all goes <laughs> together. I mean... Well, the, now there's those new underwear that can make... It's like spanks. your butt. Right. It's like... They're like... They, they basically take your thigh fat and they they have a hole in the back of them for your ass. So they basically make your ass bigger mm-hmm. by moving the rest of your See, body up.
4: That's cheating, man. I have to roller skate <laughs> like hours a week to maintain my ass. Yeah. All this just... Yeah.
0: Well, there's there's some new cute pants you can get in there. So your ass kind of hangs out. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, but at least it's yours. At least it isn't like, uh, can you imagine getting a butt implant? What is wrong with you to get? There Uh, are dudes that get calf implants. Yeah, Yeah. that's the
4: biggest one. Which (laughs) is another thing. I have to roller skate hours a week to maintain. (laughs) Yeah, for your calves.
0: What is so sexy about? I don't get the
1: calf shit. That is just fucking weird. what
4: it what it is is that uh, calves are like the it's the muscle group that's hardest to gain mass and right. so if you're all pumping up even steroids like suddenly become this bowling ball on two toothpicks huh look, where like you're just not proportional anymore That's the problem wow like it's not a stability or athletic thing but suddenly you know you're all beefed up everywhere except your calves and it looks funny
0: and so they and so they take little they insert like little, little
4: shoals chair. into yeah. their <laughs> shoals well, foot things yeah gelling like, they start yeah, gelling it's just
1: it's just like when women put butt injections like you your body is not meant for that or breast implants your body is not meant for that shape so but you look like a toothpick with a big ass uh, or you look like a, a I don't know what the fuck with like
0: two double G's. Wait, wait, it is weird. Wait, What What was weirder though is you were playing Old McDonald in the
5: background? <laughs> what happened there? You, are you babysitting at no, the same time? Uh, I did a live stream video. Oh, the ice cream man? Xbox oh. Live. Oh, okay. Uh, of gameplay, but I had people that I was playing the game with and apparently they had music bleeding in through their microphone that they were listening to while they were playing. <laughs> and because of that, there was copyright claims placed on my video.
2: What? Oh.
5: Yeah. So I'm looking at this and there's like uh it, well first of all it's like your voice is American letterbox. Wait, what? London Bridge by the Green Orbs. Moonlight Haze Glass Hero The Farmer and the Dell by <laughs> Her bus, Old McDonald and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Who owns those songs? <laughs> Some uh, this is problem this is part of the problem with youtube another part is somebody was playing matt dre feeling myself oh god Jeez. and just and because so it's in the
0: background and it comes through their mic so then that somehow is on the video
5: with whatever algorithm
2: this is yeah so yeah I, South, I'm
5: sound out. <laughs> do, do.
2: <laughs> wow
5: farmer in the dell that's yeah.
2: an oldie the
1: farmer
0: in the dell the farmer, farmer in the dell what's a dell trying
5: to take some shit away from a me. computer what do they want to take away from you? <laughs> they want to make it to where I can't put ads on my video because it quote-unquote has oh. copywritten stuff on but, it. So you can actually
0: so, make money from these videos. How exciting mm-hmm. for you?
5: To a certain extent. My big thing now is uh, Texas Pete's Hot Sauce. I, I, like I Texas advertise Pete. for that company in my video. Like I'll kill somebody and I'll be like, this kill was brought to you by Texas <laughs> pea Hot sauce. Well, fluid it out to them. Beat your ass into the ground. Wow, like these Texas pea people slogan. like it, and I say it so much that kids are like, "How do I get some Texas pea Hot sauce?" Are you kidding? Yeah. How many thousands
0: of views do you have on these nutty videos?
5: I, I don't have that many. I've just, I've still been trying to just calibrate the equipment correctly. Uh, yeah. Who do I got to beat to death to get me I some... I saw Paul Brumbaugh was streaming from the studio.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess... Well, I think he just does it from Facebook Live, though, doesn't he? Yeah,
5: I mean, I wasn't going to click on it. I just saw this. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah, I didn't
2: watch you know, it or click anything. On it. I saw it. I, I never didn't thought, watch it. You
5: know what? I need more Brumbaugh in my life. Yeah,
2: that's the...
0: Uh, hey, we didn't even. We barely have. Did anything happen this week in the news that we want to talk about? Did anything uh, happen to anybody? Government shutdown. Oh, the government March. shutdown.
4: Yeah, yeah, I won fifty bucks, man. Because of the government shutdown? Yeah, down. I took the under. I bet someone that Trump would ruin America in less than a year. And uh, I won by about six hours, man. He almost made it to his full inauguration. He was 364 in oh, yeah. like, you know, seven eighths of a day. And the government shut down. <laughs> so you won. I, I bet someone. But I also thought it would. Uh, Last? I also thought it would ruin his presidency. I didn't think he would go on to actually make it to a year after he bankrupted us in a year. Right, but uh, wow, you know, so I I won, but I lost. You know, well, we
0: all lose. We Uh, all lose. (laughs) Uh, Right. What happened? Did anything happen to you this week in news, poji, that you feel strongly about in the world?
5: Um, Let's see here. I I kept it pretty quiet this week, and I got sick, and I just stayed at home. I'm I'm focusing less on the world and more in my immediate community. (gasps) So, like friends, family members, making sure that. You know, if someone needs a log cut up or something, I'll go over there and I'll help them out with that. And uh, I, I'm trying to really push the outside world away. Like, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm not writing jokes about how, you know, DACA is related to the fucking wall proposal <laughs> bullshit. See, I you just, know stuff. don't give a fuck.
4: <laughs> By the way, why not build a fence?
0: Well, it's the trebuchets that they're worried about sending the... They're we can saying-
5: kill door-to-door door and kill every single human being... <laughs> And then that way we'll get rid of the problem because the problem is yeah. human beings, human beings. And lofty ideal.
4: Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's actually part of a thought experiment about like uh, you know why computers can't run everything. And it's like, well, let's say you write a program to like eliminate spam. Well, one way to eliminate spam is to kill all the humans.
2: Right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that's. I mean, See,
5: but, that's the problem with genocide is you can't focus on a group of people. You have to focus on all, all people, the people together. Yeah. But
0: genocide is the answer well I, i've actually been i mean they, I've been out, finally an explanation of why genocide is no yeah. good thanks it's, steve i want to get some freedom first well, Damn. It's, i mean but there i don't free to die but that's the thing i think that we aren't what we're not realizing is that to our government individual people don't matter anymore we're not important long since people so. people on people on heroin don't matter they should all just die people with aids they should all just die uh, yeah, this, this, this ability, is what our government thinks we're yeah. not people. So. Give
5: us your money, then you should be wiped off of the planet. Right. That's it's, kind of the yeah. capitalist way, right? Right, right, right. It's Give a, mo- mo- it's a modern life.
4: feudalism because we we serve corporate. You know, we're not we're not factually on their land. We're figuratively on their land, and we just you know we do all the work to maintain their lives and make them richer and right. fill their oh. coffers and these, serve their purposes.
1: But here's the thing, I do. I, see, I don't want to die. I ain't ready yet.
2: <laughs> oh, when and you get a little low, older, I, have, you start I, I, to I,
1: I do have a fear of death, but dot dot dot. I would. I mean, this is gonna be evil shit that I'm about to say. I wouldn't mind killing off people who, you know, basically are ruining the country or themselves or what have you. I mean, I, I? I guess where I'm going to say is like I just want to kill some Trump supporters. <laughs>
0: We can, right. but they're the ones with the money. That's the problem. Oh, uh, well, they, the, ones well, with the money. Actually,
1: no. Technically, a lot, Well, here, I don't like a lot of liberals either.
4: Uh, yeah. and when <laughs> you start, going once you cross the killing, start yeah. the killing, then you can start with people who are too liberal. It's just so killing's not the answer.
1: It's not. The, I'm I, kidding,
4: radio on. Yeah, I don't want to kill nobody. Yeah. <laughs> what all of these institutions depend on is us cooperating with them. Ah. like if we weren't going to work and keeping their factories running they wouldn't be rich and powerful and it's like we don't have to participate in their system into their lives into their
1: I I think that's what the whole thing about being woke is about you know not being a sheep
4: not
0: being I want
1: to be asleep
5: sleeping actually sounds good I want to believe the lies those are the happiest people
4: yeah they That's uh, it's true. I, I want hobbies that pay. That's what I'm going for <laughs>
0: right. Hobbies that pay yeah. that, would,
4: that would be
2: nice.
0: well, I mean, and that's the thing. if we if we actually let everybody just do what they really wanted to do and supported them in that, and like, w- would the world be a better place? Universal or?
4: basic income, There's something we can do. Oh right. About. basic. yeah, I think yeah. I think yeah. the
0: idea of basic so, is amazing. B-
4: the, uh, one of the key arguments to uni- against universal basic income is like, well, if you just get your n- needs met, then nobody will do anything. And uh, I like to turn to them and say immediately, OK, then stop doing what you want. Like, you're not going to stop doing stuff just because you have your needs met. Right. You currently have your needs met by doing stuff and you're not like slowing down. Like people, we're still going to do stuff. No one's just going to sit around until they die of laziness. You know, oh, and the right. few people that do are already doing it. There's already people scamming. There's already people, exactly. you know, heroining out, alcoholism. There's already people who are. They're into already that. doing that. Yeah. yeah. So, but if if I, if you have your needs met. The, then you're also free to pursue other.
0: It's 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 back to riskier Virginia Woolf's "A Room of One's Own." In order to create and be a writer, one must not have the pressures of the world upon you. Basically, you, her her treatise is about you have to be able to have a place to live and food to be able to create art with without having a dependent you don't have to be dependent upon an income to have those needs met. Yeah. She's saying in order to truly be an artist artist and to create and especially to write, what you need is a room of one's own and yeah. food, delicious foods to eat. Yeah. And then and then you can create your art and then your art in its creation can be sold and make money, but that you can't as an artist express yourself unless your basic needs are met.
4: Well, I, 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 I just think that that's not the only path. You know, you can, because I, I like to stay involved. I like to keep busy. I'm doing rough carpentry and even rougher plumbing. and uh, <laughs>
1: Just rough stuff?
4: Yeah, I'm in the rough <laughs> stuff. stuff. And, uh, you know, because you got to engage in the world. Your ideas just don't come from your pure imagination. They come with your interactions with people. But sure. if you're desperate, you know, so I, I right. see that.
0: Or but the other thing is if you're spending all of your time and energy yeah. on making sure that you Dependent can keep a roof over oh, yeah, yeah. if to keep a roof over your head and to eat if you have to spend so much time doing that and it's not your art so in my example yeah. for me I'm fine I've got a room of one zone and the station is what's keeping that afloat uh, my own personal rent and that works and therefore I get to create art and that's all I really have to do I don't have to worry anymore about like because the Creating art makes the money that sustains myself, so then it makes sense.
1: But I also see, just by observation, that you have to deal with some of the shitheads that walk through the door that think they are artists or who want to take advantage of the fact because of this space and who don't respect this space
0: there's that, a lot of that. There's that makes me crazy.
1: There's a lot of those shitheads, yeah. you know, who don't they, appreciate it. They will it. exist anyway. Oh, well, Yeah, there will
0: always be people that but will. But you
1: usually get those shitheads out, so that's I, right. Well, we kind
0: of did. Things are running pretty smoothly right now. All the shitheads are pretty much gone. Ebb and flow. Yeah, there'll be, there'll be new ones back. Uh, so what do you think about basic, Steve? Do you think it'll work if everyone had, a, had an income that was guaranteed so that they, if they wanted to have pursuits, they could?
5: Uh, I mean, I'm going to do it as long as we can wipe out all of the humankind yeah, to really get behind that idea. You just start from scratch? Hey,
4: universal basic income would be a lot more affordable if there was, like, nobody you had to give it to.
5: Yeah, like, you could get that as long as you killed off the remaining members of your family. All right? let's, meet, let's meet in the middle on this one. Let's compromise. I, well, I
4: don't that's, know. That's not fair. I have a big family. I do, too. And I don't They've well, got some majority. killing to do. My and <laughs>
0: actually, I would I would never problem there. My family doesn't give a fuck about me, so I'd be like, "All right, that's gonna get you guys. It <laughs> doesn't matter. They don't listen to this. Yesterday was my brother's birthday, and I reached out to post on his wall, and I didn't get even a like on it, that which even is funny. Up. Not a not an acknowledgement. And and that's the thing. Last night, I, someone was saying, well, you know, you should have given him a call. And I'm like, I don't even know his number. And they were like, well, birthdays and Christmas, like everything's absolved. And I said, yeah, and the phone works both ways. So if those motherfuckers ever wanted to call me, they could do that too. By the I way. I reaching out. That's, yeah,
1: that's not an excuse. Nobody reaching For, out. First of all, that is that is a reach out for you to say, hey, happy birthday. Sure. That's, that's, I mean, that... Glad you're not dead. People, people don't call each Mommy, other... Mommy, <laughs> our
5: poor sister called me today to wish me a happy birthday. <laughs>
4: but... By <laughs> uh, the way, Christmas, Christmas, and birthdays—everything's absolved. That's certainly not how the penal system works. Right? It's uh, yeah, everybody
0: that, remembers.
4: Yeah. I, I don't know who said this to you, but I would like to examine their family. And yeah. See how, <laughs> right. See how Thanksgiving and Christmas go yeah. for them.
0: Yeah. Just, I don't. I just. I wash that I wash my hands of Pamela
5: it. Pamela called me. She <laughs> probably wanted something from me on my birthday. <laughs>
0: I'm like, do you have any? Do you have any hand-me-down clothes? I'll take. I know you buy your daughters a lot of clothes, and I can wear a child's large, so
4: that'll be great. Once again, Steve showing range. I mean, that is a spot-on imitation of your brother's voice. Yes, it is. That one.
0: We are still um, the moment
5: she understood trickle-down
2: economics.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a cashcock here. Yeah, giving you my love and regards as well as movies. How old did your brother turn? Do you know? Forty-five.
1: Forty-five. Yeah.
0: 45 alive. Mm, okay. Yeah. i leave it it, there. it is. it's It is. I mean, it's fine. I, the only thing I'm worried about is that, I mean, my dad's great and he's a really great guy. And I really don't want to have to see, I don't want the next time I see my family to be at either my father or my mother's funeral. That'll be awful because it'll be like, I, but I'm not going to do, you know, a quick two minute therapy. I don't see the point in reaching out because all they're ever going to do is be disappointed in my life choices and my behavior that they think is inappropriate. They don't like that I smoke tons of marijuana because they're those people. They're the rich people that think that people that smoke pot are bad. And I'm this weird hippie artist It's like, I'm a communist. Everyone deserves things and everyone should have money and why can't we just be nice to each other? You're and so they're like, because you don't work hard enough because everyone can pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But I was born white and yeah. rich and I didn't even know
4: it. I think, if your parents had to tag along with you, they would be very impressed with how much and how no. hard you are. Hey, were. you know what?
0: I put myself through graduate school in cash. I have no student loans, and they never have said they're proud of me for that. I have two master's degrees that I paid for by myself by working hard. I didn't ask for money from anyone, and I've never, and I have no student loans. Four years of graduate school, That's, two master's oh. degrees, and I have no student loans. And my parents never said they were proud of me and that they thought that was amazing. They said, why can't you be a normal person and go out and buy a car and get in debt like everyone else in America? Why can't you go buy a home? Why can't you go get a husband and a, a job? You're just a
4: genius not appreciated in your own time, and you've got to take <laughs> it easy on the plebs.
0: Right. Well, they just don't get it, and it's fine. They never will, because what the choices and things that I'm proud of, they think are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess
1: I guess. Well, I mean, in mm, well, it's
0: okay.
4: You yeah. don't have to defend my parents. Hey, my parents oh, no, don't I'm love all, all my them. decisions either. Don't get I'm me. I'm not yeah. defending
1: them. I'm not talking to either of my parents right now. Mm. I-, I blocked my mom's phone and social. Mm. So yeah, I'm not Miss. My mom's not June Cleaver over here.
0: And Steve's living with his mom and taking care of her. He's such a sweet that son. You're
1: a sweet. I know. Look yeah. at the most They're well-adjusted person in the
4: conversation.
0: could it be welding?
1: and chopping wood for
0: family and chop, friends I know logs he's looking out to yeah. chop logs for people chopping look logs, at this
5: not taking them
0: ladies yeah ladies in St. <laughs> Louis what are you doing you gotta
5: <laughs> you got a lumberjack for real uh, i to get money I ain't sharing it no more
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the St. Louis thing coming out yeah <laughs>
5: exactly
0: <laughs> well uh, we gotta wrap it up so last thoughts from uh, Steve Poggi here from St. Louis
5: yeah no uh, abandoned comedy <laughs> you, uh, it's futile if you were You're the be, one like, who I wrote that in on Hellhack hell I'm telling you
0: just, he's just he's basically he's just taken all my dreams and thrown them into the toilet over here at Mutiny and that is a smelly toilet <laughs> and they
5: were in the toilet I just reminded you that that's where they were <laughs> yeah
0: you just you're like flush he's encouraging flush. you to flush Yes. right don't leave the peas stagnant in the bowl everybody it's a public space you've gotta flush the toilet so that
1: would be the Steve Poggi <laughs> t-shirt
4: abandoned comedy
0: abandoned comedy
4: <laughs> abandon all hope ye who enter on stage yes. Ozzymandias Look upon my works
5: and tremble.
0: That, that, that's exactly. a famous poem or something. Yeah. Uh, am excited because
5: she bought a cat throw pillow, so I got to enjoy this pillow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, um, have fun with your cats. And uh, Spike says hello. I'll say hi to Jonathan for you, too. And you should yeah. come back. Oh, I was going to ask you. I was actually going to... We'll just do this business since you're talking to me right now. If you want to come back out... Um, you can in March. Jonathan and I are leaving for a week to Mexico again. If you want, to, if you want to come out on vacation, and or you have miles, or you want to hang out in the house with Spike, or any of that, uh, you are welcome to do that. The March thirteenth, okay, yeah, it's the thirteenth through twentieth or twelfth through twentieth of March.
5: I'll find out February eighth what it's going to look like as far as my classes and all that stuff with cool. the union, um, but I might have an open week then yay that would be great
0: well so we would and it'd be fun to hang out and all that stuff uh, so thank you Steve Poggi for calling in and, and making face. this a very special Altacast yeah, we just old dumb face we That's miss old dumb, dumb face, face. Mm.
5: Okay. it was good talking to you guys I hope you uh, you have a good day and abandon your dreams
0: abandon
5: <laughs> your dreams you. alright thanks Bye.
1: Steve abandon oh.
4: your
2: dreams
4: uh, oh it <laughs> works abandon your, your dreams everyone
0: it's absolutely true so I That's got
4: I, I got that uh on Hell Hat this weekend. And I and now I realize that Steve wrote that in.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I wrote the majority of those this time. I sat on the couch. I got super high, and I just wrote them all down. That's what I have to do tomorrow. I actually have to make the um, inserts for the Hell in a Handbasket, number six, the sixth Hell in a Handbasket here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, <laughs> returning champion Kimberly Rose Wendt will be uh, defending her title against... Uh, Evelyn Erie Diamond Jason Cole and Brian Lucette they're gonna be opening up baskets of my choosing with weird weird topics uh, and it'll be a lot of fun They'll tr- I'll try to stay away from cats everyone I promise Matthew Quirk do you have any parting words for us here on the AltaCast
4: uh just that uh, I'm teaching roller skating these next two weekends at the Church of Eight Wheels. Okay, Uh, um, Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Uh, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival coming up. Yes, you are a part of that. That's exciting. You're a part of that. That's
0: the most important part. Well, I'm doing my best. There was a guy who came from Portland this week and his name is Nicky Moon. He was supposed to be here with us today but we had plenty of guests so it wasn't a big deal. He drove back to Portland today but he was like... He's like, I can't, he was being so nice. He's like, I can't believe you're running your own. He's like, your place is so cool and you're running your own festival and it's just so exciting. And he's like, I just can't believe you just don't, you don't get more respect from people in San Francisco. And I'm like, I have respect from people like you from Portland and all the people that are coming back for their second time. Wendy Weiss is coming back for her second time on the festival, Ben Harkins, uh, Hunter Donaldson. So a lot of returning people who think that it's um, Andy Picaro coming back. So people are coming back for a second Cameron Minch they loved it so much they wanted to come back and I'm like ah so people from out of town think it's great and I think it's great so people in San Francisco yeah, I think it's suck a dick too. and uh yeah I uh, thank you LaToya good luck at your job today you do look great you gotta she gonna make that thank money you. make make
1: um speaking of killing dreams I'm trying not to kill mine I haven't did any comedy since December
0: ooh what? yeah you should come out to True Hustle Thursdays tomorrow night I THT Oh I that's come, right You were I come out on Friday 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 Yeah, yeah Well, you
1: know there's what, You
4: gotta squeeze in Those shitty then- mics At other places That <laughs> you, just, you just gotta do You just gotta do I just haven't been do.
1: Coming up with Really good material
0: I'm having a block I am I actually am too I've just been recycling Old jokes and practicing them Because I I have I'm just bereft Of new material I, I just don't even know What to talk about mm-hmm. Yeah hey, I don't even ev- know What I want to talk every about Every
4: time I think about Hey I'm uh, Should I do one of my I've done a million times Not new materials uh, every Everyone before me and after me has done something that's got to be two years old by now. There's a couple of these guys I've never heard other than these five fucking sure. jokes that they've told Yeah. so I, I, my my guild gets assuaged every time I actually attend an open mic Absolutely. and yeah. I just want to say something I've already said
0: yeah don't worry about, new about it stuff but is rough open mics but open mics are for that purpose they're to just have a microphone and talk into it and do whatever the fuck you want if you want to go blah blah blah, 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 blah then do. if you need to <laughs> yeah. do that then do that if that's part of your process or your thing it's a fucking open mic it doesn't matter nobody's forcing you to be there you're not booked you can do whatever the fuck you want and if you worry about other comedians and what they think of all of your shit. I- in my beginning not just I that in so your own much. mind
4: of like no, right. I'm saying it again it's like you know what say it again
0: but then but the thing is that your timing could be completely different you can say it compl- I mean there was Mary Alice McNabb said one thing to me once before we were going up on the stage at Dirty Tricks and she's like I'm gonna do four times deeper knee bends I'm gonna have four times the intensity with the same material <laughs> and I was like "Okay, yeah you are She and she'd get down there knee bends and it was very funny well, that's,
4: um, that's funny really, Yeah, that is actually part of you. You get are familiar with the material that you can fire it up or slow right, it down. Exactly. Or, uh. And
0: sometimes I've done shows where I'm just pissed off, and I'll just do my jokes, just be pissed, and people are like, "That was really funny," and I'm like, "What?" It's like everyone's so used to me being like super hyper and crazy that when I'm slow down and just and like fuck you, sometimes it goes across, and I'm like, "Fuck." Now what do I do? You get,
1: in, you get in your head too much, and I think that's where I'm definitely. We all do right it. Now. we all do yeah. it.
0: Well, get out of your head, everybody. Thanks for listening get out. to. Uh-huh. Get out thanks this. for listening to the Altcast today. We're going to be back at two o'clock with some Call Me Tim after these breakers with Kimberly Rose. Went. It's going to be exciting. We're going to talk about God. Bye.
7: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a paddle?
6: www.subliminal sf.com
4: and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Run!
7: listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host, Pam Benjamin, brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well,
6: hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. So, go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local Canvas procurement center. Join the Green Army.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco. At 806 South Van S. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer burgers, tater tots.